0: As the teen tycoon of rock, I'd like to hear them, and I'm sure you would too. Leave him alone,
1: Miss Elsa. You bad luck, Time.
2: My name's Crazy, honey. What's yours? <laughs> Bernice. What's the boogeyman?
3: Will you marry me? Did he leave you any money? Answer the second question first.
4: Welcome to the Cult Movies Podcast. My name is Anthony King. This show is all about author and critic and historian Danny Perry and his cult movies books. What's going to happen is none of that, uh, nothing to do with Danny on this episode. And in fact, uh, you're not supposed to be hearing this because it's the end of the season. You, You would have listened to Lindsay Wilkins and I talk about The Wizard of Oz for the season finale. Yet... Here we are, trapped in the goddamn movie bubble. The movie bubble returns. Uh, If anyone had listened to uh, a previous Film Feast episode where it was just uh, Matt Bledsoe and James Coddington and I hanging out, talking about movies, just all sorts of random stuff. Um, uh, We ended up calling that the movie bubble, and it was so much fun, and we thought, well, let's pass it around to uh different people's podcasts so it's my turn the movie bubble returns uh also returning is james coddington hello james
0: hello anthony i almost said matt sorry
4: uh,
0: matt is here too hi matt, matt.
4: Uh, yeah we're gonna go down the line yes sorry. so so now james introduces
5: anthony <laughs> no <What>? no <laughs> okay matt Oh, look, Matt is here, too. I, things are going great so far yes, on the movie. Matt, How <laughs> <Matt>. are <clears throat> you Matt. Matt Bledsoe. Uh, yeah, this, the movie bubble has floated its way over to movies. I have a movie bubble and, in my brain. I know, I'm getting good. James. I'm concerned. Maybe you should get out more leave your house. Yeah, no kidding. Um, who am I introducing next? Is, whoever's next in the line? Sure, whatever. This? OK, so Daniel's next on my screen. So Daniel Upler's here. <laughs> hey, hey, what's going on, guys? Thanks for that introduction, Matt. I really appreciate it. Sorry, I'll I'll try to spice it up next time. (laughs) (laughs) He's the best boss in the world, from what I hear.
3: And I would like to announce, drumroll please, Alexis! Van!
1: Dyke! What's going on, Lexi? Hey, hey, hey. I'm excited. I'm last
3: and definitely least. You don't get to introduce anybody now. No, I don't. Really? You could introduce Anthony again, like James did. (laughs) Uh, The bubble has
4: grown. (laughs) the bubble keeps getting bigger and bigger so this is uh this is you know i have a couple topics in mind but we're just gonna hang out um until uh i run out of tape and um and we're just gonna let it roll and see what happens and you know maybe it's gonna get weird and awkward or maybe it's it's gonna be the most thrilling podcast you've (laughs) ever heard in your life um my mind's going to be weird and awkward. Weird yeah. and awkward. The awkward okay. bubble. Yeah. The awkward bubble. Good. Well, this maybe this is where the movie bubble dies. <laughs> <laughs> already. So quick. It already cool. popped. <laughs> all right. So, uh, right, off, right off the bat here, um, we'd recently lost William Freakin, and everybody's doing their tributes to William Freakin, one of my favorite filmmakers of all time. Um, and uh, I just thought it'd be fun. For anyone that wants to participate, (laughs) maybe it's just going to be me. I don't know. We haven't talked about it, but talk about maybe your top five Freakins. Not even talk about it. Just list them off. Um, Is there anyone here that is not a William Friedkin fan? I mean,
3: I wouldn't say I'm not a fan. I've just seen two of his movies and I like one of them. What two
2: movies have you seen?
3: Well, uh, I've seen a little film called The Exorcist, and I like that one. I don't like it as much as Exorcist 3, but it's good. Um, and then I've seen Bug, weirdly enough. It was like mm. one of those movies when I was younger that um, that like a friend showed me, like, oh, you got to see this crazy movie. And I hate Bug. Like, It's one oh. of the rare movies I wish I hadn't seen. I wish uh-huh. Bug was not in my brain. Okay. Okay. It is one of the most disgusting, repellent abhorrent movies i've ever seen in my life and i want nothing to do with it and that's Are that's you know my william Freakin experience right there
5: wow you're part of the reason on got an f cinema score it sounds yeah. like
4: wow. yeah. i love <laughs> don't that don't hold back daniel <laughs> i love that that the guy who who wrote the plays you know bug and killer joe tracy letts mm-hmm. is like one of the gentlest spirits in the entire world yeah, and he likes writes
1: from Ladybird. Right, he's like, he so writes sweet.
4: He writes some of the most repulsive stuff all of which I absolutely adore, of course I do. <laughs> uh, but it's just like god you you never know like what lives inside these people's brains wait uh, the dad from Ladybird wrote bug mm-hmm. yes Tracy yeah. is a really <laughs> no weird
5: fact stuff. yeah I and he was in open water with ben affleck yeah <laughs> a, is a movie open i think water a and... shark movie i think there was two called open water i well, believe that's a different
4: it, is it dark 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 water dark water
5: wait
3: is it dark water? Yeah, no, wait, dark what? water is no. an Italian horror film. At a there's also like. a Mark Ruffalo film called No,
1: Brothers. that's dark
0: waters. Dark waters. Dark water uh, okay. Sorry,
3: it's not no, deep no, water, and it's not dark water. The Ben it's, Affleck one It is deep water. deep water. Sorry, it's it deep, deep water. water.
4: Okay. Oh,
3: okay. No, My bad. Yeah. Anyway, he's I was like deep that water. shark movie does not have Ben Affleck. <laughs> what are you talking about?
4: Yeah, I I like I liked, or maybe I didn't like
5: Deep Water. You're right. I can't remember. Uh, it I felt think like I, me and Hayden were like, people like, deep, like,
3: God, what the, deep water. Wait, I, I don't deep think water. deep water is a shark no. movie. Open water. Open, Open water is the shark water. movie. Okay. Deep
0: water. You, I'm sorry. This is. It is it is I'm dark sorry, waters. I, you just can't see the S. It's yeah. just really driven and a thing off the rails Shadows? Already.
3: Oh, you're right. You're right. Okay. Is that, is that no, the No, but Severin?
1: he is in deep water with Ben Affleck and to yes. Armas, and he plays yes. the yes. wildest character ever.
3: <laughs> okay. Yes, yeah, Anthony.
1: In this like weird erotic thriller from like two years ago. Speaking yeah. of the pandemic, which we were speaking of oh, like right. <laughs> right before we all jumped on into this mania. Um but yeah, that was a deep pandemic movie, but I highly recommend it. It is so weird.
4: It is, yeah, it <laughs> it's I, fun. I think I I had watched Bobby and I had watched Gone Girl like recently, mm-hmm. be, right before we watched that. And which I really like Gone Girl. And then we watched Deep Water and I was like, "Eh, knock off Gone Girl. Not not as good. Uh, So I think I should go back and revisit deep water and also open water and dark waters
5: and <laughs> dark waters yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Lo- let's just do the whole water there water world that's a that's a avatar way of water all the
4: waters <laughs> oh i'm not gonna watch Avatar. get out of here
5: <laughs> yeah, yeah i was, oh, Anthony, I was
3: thinking anthony's never gonna watch this. we'll, we'll do the yeah the, the water you
5: can trick him
4: the, <laughs> you can what you can what
5: I can trick you Oh, avatar be, I I thought, too
4: close to Marvel movies. I thought you said jerk me. I was like, mm, no, <laughs> you cannot jerk me. Don't jerk me. <laughs> don't <laughs> um, lie. Anthony, don't lie. No, no, I, I wouldn't consider it that I wa I saw the first avatar and it's just, I'm not a big, like uh. fantasy guy. And like avatar just seems like modern fantasy, you know? And I, yeah. it's just, it's just, it kind of is sure. they're great. Like, of course they're, great like it was so well made but it's just it's not for me I and like Lord of the Rings I understand the cultural impact Peter Jackson like directed the shit out of them the performances blah 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 but that's not my thing like it's just you know whatever you
3: would rather watch bug
4: (laughs) yes I would much rather watch bug I tried to see the first Lord of the Rings two times in the theater one time I sat in the very front row because it was fucking packed and I fell asleep (laughs) both times wow both so i was like yeah i'm not even gonna try very
1: calming movies i'm with you anthony i'm not like a huge fantasy person but i do enjoy them for their like craftsmanship um and lord of the rings movie always reminds me of thanksgiving which also reminds me of sleeping because you know you always nap that (laughs) whole weekend and we just like because that was the thing that started is people like i think tbs or tnt started playing them on like thanksgiving and so we just like have them on in the background while we're having Thanksgiving dinner. This is really great food can talk right now. But I understand well, where you're coming from, Anthony.
0: <laughs> Lord of the Rings are I mean they're they're good food movies, so it makes sense. They're good
1: play,
5: food um, movies. You know, like, good food. Good food, good food good movies.
1: Food. Good food movies. <laughs> yeah. It's Wait, safe. okay, so does, is it Killer Joe or Bug that has the weird chicken scene? Chicken Killer Joe. It's Killer Joe. Okay,
5: because yeah. I
1: don't know if I could watch that one because I'm really weird about food. I have been interested because I've heard it's good, but I like, when I hear like, there's something about a chicken wing you'll never be able to forget, I'm like, I don't know. kind of want to eat chicken again.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a I, really I'm not good comment on that one way or the other on whether or not you will be able to eat chicken after you watch Killer Joe, but... <laughs> maybe don't take that chance but yeah. it's pretty good to me it I don't a, lot, know. He had a lot of
1: other stuff
4: well okay so so the deal is i think correct me if i'm wrong is it just going to be james and matt and i going to rattle off a top five or lexi were you going to also do that
1: no i'll just like chime in because okay. i feel like i'm not well versed enough okay. i'll do it i have seen like the classics
4: okay you, I've, I, if,
0: if you've seen five of those movies just boom you're done i'll just <laughs>
4: agree with you guys yeah, whatever you, you guys say oh yeah yeah right um okay well uh, uh matthew you're up oh, you go first okay
5: should i go five to one five, it's more yeah, exciting go, that way we... go
4: five to one yeah okay let the anticipation build well
0: i'm gonna go like three two
5: five four oh, we're gonna boot your ass out of the <laughs> bubbles what we're gonna do james Jeez. oh boy uh man i hmm okay i realize i've seen nine of his movies which surprised me there's only a couple that i'm like i definitely would not have them in here which would be jade and the guardian uh which aren't well great jade is bad guardian's not bad but jade is pretty bad
4: wait wait Uh, wait. is the
5: guardian that kevin costner movie no that is no i think it is called guardian or the guardian it's like a life or coast guard movie with him and ashton kutcher i've seen three william there you go no 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 no, 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 that's that's not that's not not it is called the guardian but it's not Freedkin. there's like it's like a folk (laughs) horror mixed with like like a 90s thriller thing it's weird i kind of like it it's not great okay i'll try to do this i'm gonna have a very controversial mission from this top five (laughs) okay i'm kind of scared okay number five is the hunted okay uh number four is killer joe okay number oh god number three is sorcerer okay number two is the exorcist Uh and number one is to live and die in la
4: yeah i think that's totally fine
5: I left the French connection off the top five is yeah. what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Well, ah, like, I see. Okay. So I just yeah. was like, uh, like I, it's a great movie. I, I think I appreciate that movie more than I actually enjoy that movie. I was like, I'd rather watch the hunted or killer Joe before I watch French connection. Again. Yeah. So like, yeah, it's all so matters. Exactly. Do, do you, do you, you like
4: the hunted? Um, which I like, there's only one Friedkin I don't like. And that is Deal of the Century. It's a gigantic piece of yeah. shit. I cannot recommend that to anybody. Uh huh. Um, but The Hunted, I, I, I really enjoyed. Do you like that? Because it's more actiony.
5: Probably. It's probably more to my taste. Sure. Um, yeah. I think it's just it's a pretty it's just a pretty awesome movie, and it's got great performances. It is kind of like a weird like Rambo riff too, in a way. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, it's way more to my I think sensibilities. The Hunted, <laughs> like, uh, I really enjoy it. I and you know it's funny. I'd watch Bug like a week or two ago, and I actually kind of liked it for the first <laughs> so, time. For the first time, cool. I, I can totally, I can totally understand why somebody wouldn't like it because it is, uh, not a crowd pleaser in any kind of way, and it is like off putting in many, many ways. <laughs> but uh, I found it very interesting. I thought the performances were good, but um, yeah, it's not an easy watch by any means. <laughs>
4: I feel like Bug, and not just because they're both Tracy Letts, but I feel like Bug, she's gone.
5: Nope. Oh, he lost Lexi.
4: <laughs> I feel like Bug and Killer Joe kind of go hand in hand. They're not similar at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, Friedkin loved he directed so much uh from the stage. You know, he directed a couple operas, he directed a Streisand concert, you know. Um, and I think he was very well adept at um putting stage to film and so I feel like Bug and Killer Joe both very strange but like that that would be a a really weird double feature. Uh but I i feel like they they really go hand in hand with each other.
5: I think yeah because they're both Tracy Lett's plays, right? Yep. That's the yeah so there is that connection. Uh Killer Joe has some really good performances. People were really going for it in Killer Joe. <laughs> like, uh, I would say some pretty brave performances in that movie. Um, it's one of those movies that's, like, really messed up. And, like, I had a friend watch it, and he was like, how could you enjoy that in any way? <laughs> like, oh. he was, I know, I, which I was surprised by, because he's not, like you know, I don't know. He's, uh, I kind of like that kind of stuff, but he was like, that was too much even for me. Like, he was just like, it's too... It's too much. Like, it's just, it's, I mean, it, yeah, it's a lot in killer show. It's like, well then it is right around how that... insanely over the top it is. Basically. Yeah.
4: Well, right around that time, McConaughey also does mud where he plays another despicable character. And so like, those are two movies that kind of go hand in hand. Like when I think of mud, I always think of killer Joe vice versa. Whereas I think of bug, I always think of killer Joe and vice versa. So um I mean that that would make for a very uh uncomfortable triple feature night at the at the movies. <laughs> mm-hmm.
5: Mud is good. I still haven't seen Mud. But I heard yeah, it's good. I, I just like want mud. to let you all know that
3: The Guardian with Kevin Costner is directed by Andrew Davis, Ooh, director oh, of Under Chicago Siege guy. and The
5: Fugitive.
4: Yeah. Oh. Big Chicago okay. guy.
5: Very solid journeyman director.
4: And uh 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 what's the what's the Chuck Norris 80s cop movie?
5: Oh Code of silence. Code of silence. Yeah.
4: Yeah. 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 Um, cool. Well, yeah, I, I don't I don't feel like there's anything controversial about that. Top five. Matt. So
5: <laughs> I mean, French reaction not being there seems like. Well, controver- <laughs>
4: let's let's get to mine. <laughs> okay. Hold Hold your breath. All right, James, you're up. Oh, <laughs> my God. Look at him. Can you see me? <laughs> he's so fancy he's a fancy boy yeah
0: this is my uh special background can you, can you see it,
4: Dang it. Okay. phantom um, of the pariah paradise need, need top Pariahs. five De Palma. <laughs> yeah okay we'll do top do five that. we'll do top this, five De Palma next. <clears throat> okay,
0: this was a this this these were my background. i didn't know they were still on here from when like we first went remote and everything you know when the pandemic <laughs> first happened and everyone was having all these silly backgrounds and stuff i was just i had like random movie title backgrounds Anyway. Um Y'all can see that at home. I know. Um, <laughs> Visual uh, media. Yeah. <laughs> this, this audio podcast with visuals. Um, what are we doing? period Top five? Top okay, five, so Focus. I've, <laughs> I've seen a few, but it's been a while since I've seen a handful. So, you know, I, I, my memory of some of what I feel like are my favorites, like Killer Joe, which I did love when I saw it. Um, you know, I haven't seen it since that first time. So it's tough for me to make a top five, like an informed top five, a good one. I'm just gonna go from my old man memory. So
4: this is set in stone. Kind of... So don't screw it. Up yeah, right. I
0: cannot change it ever. Um, but Matt, I'm with you. I'm I'm also spoiler not gonna have a French connection on here. Um, okay. <laughs> I'm gonna have a see see. I okay. So one that's not gonna make it, but it might on a rewatch is hunted. It's not gonna be on here. I remember seeing rules of engagement in the theater. I don't really remember much about it. So it's not going to be on here. I'm just going to tell you everything that's not going to be on here. (laughs) (laughs) And then we'll we'll boil it down. Uh, Yeah, this is tough. Because I I like, it's like I like those five that I like so much. So Killer Joe, like, so that's going to be five. We'll just, I'm just going to start naming some. Um, Cruising, (laughs) four. Mm -hmm. Uh, Number three is going to be Sorcerer. Number two, going to be Exorcist. Number one, going to be To Live and Die in early.
4: Nice. Yeah, I I, yeah. I see nothing wrong with that. That is interesting. No French connection. Why do both of you hate the French <laughs> connection?
0: Well, you know, I, they just I don't want hate de-censored. the French connection. They want the naughty words taken out. Yeah, <laughs> what? No. I, the naughty. Uh. It's,
4: it's just naughty not words. one that I, like,
0: I think maybe just because I didn't have a strong like I watched it for the first time probably only a handful of years ago and then so I don't have like a strong connection to it from even growing up or anything which some not that I do with some of these others right like whatever that's not a good reason I guess but I don't know it just it was one it was one where when I went into watching it I kind of felt like it had too much of that oh this is that movie the french connection it's going to blow your mind and then oh, you know, yeah. that's just one of those problems that sometimes you can't really deal with and so i'm like it's so hyped up it'll never live up to that and that's just maybe my own fault i i need to go i haven't rewatched really it so i actually do want to revisit it because it's been a while and i might it might be number one now who knows
4: yeah oh well, you heard it here first james <laughs> french connection number one
5: maybe number one someday yeah, maybe number one <laughs>
4: um okay mine real quick i'm gonna go five to live and die in la four the boys in the band oh it was a big one for me just recently uh three uh, three is the french connection just to spite both of you no, I'm joking. Um, three is a French connection. Two would be Sorcerer, and one would be Cruising. Ooh. Oh, which, yeah. you know, I feel like if you know me, that's like, oh, yeah, obviously. The S&M Club disgusting <laughs> movie is Anthony's favorite. Would have been
5: my number six if we, had, we were doing six. It was close, but... Did
4: I miss The Exorcist in your top five? No, you, you did, did not. not the either. Exorcist is not in my top five. Wow. It's,
3: it's probably wow. Six. I mean, I can't really criticize that, but that is very surprising.
4: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. The guy no. who hasn't
0: seen any of his movies. <laughs> yeah,
4: I, I have seen most. I, I haven't seen, of course, a lot of his TV stuff, but I haven't seen Jade, The Guardian, Rampage, and Good Times. Uh, but everything else, all of his other theatrical movies i've seen i'm not like the more people talk about jade the less and less i'm intrigued by it because everybody oh, seems it's so to like, so fun
5: it's fun i thought it'd be yeah. fun i i just watched it a couple days ago and i did not have a good time I'm well like, i'm in oh, between <laughs> both of y'all i don't hate
0: it as much as matt did but i don't think it's as fun as lexi made it sound She sounded very
4: excited. Lexi, sell me on Jade. You're the the first. You're the first one that I've I've heard be like, yeah, it's it's fun. It's good. I like (laughs) it. Well, it's not
1: good. It's It's not good. But it's it's very much in that like that ninety schlock erotic thriller zone, which is like I live like right in the middle of there, and it's right there too. So that's why I like it.
4: I mean, I am into David Caruso. Do yeah, we he's see really his... weird in that movie. Like, do we yeah, see his like... pasty white ass in that movie?
5: No, he does not ah, get no. naked. No, it, it's weird. I think it's a for being an erotic thriller, it's not very erotic. It's not even trying mm-hmm. that hard. Like, uh, the my, no, I but think like, the
1: storylines and it's like a sex house or something, and like the guy oh, pockets of
5: of pubic hairs.
1: <laughs> That's or like he or has little
5: tiny. Little yeah. tiny like boxes of pubic hair, and then there's yes, a part where David boxes, Caruso, yeah, I laughed uh-huh, so uh-huh. hard. David Caruso's like he's got wine, he's got pills. It's a fuck house. Like that's what it's like. He delivers it so okay.
4: Dead, I'm hands. sold. I'm sold. I you know okay. So it's written by Joe Estherhouse. So it makes right. sense. Like Joe Estherhouse wrote Basic Instinct. That's he wrote thing. Showgirls. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
5: Um. He, uh, I think he claims that Sliver freaking, uh, changed it a bunch and kind of ruined it. Is what he claims well Uh, isn't that one sure it'd go the other way right yeah (laughs) it could be yeah it could be the other way
4: um all right well lexi you've sold me on jade i got (laughs) it like a box of pubic hair and a fuck house i am in
5: (laughs) it's uh i'm famous
1: for selling movies i should be a movie salesman because i think i'm really good at it um i don't know if people are always like into it as much as i am but i'm just glad i can be my enthusiasm uh (laughs) That's the one mm-hmm. and you. No. I hope you enjoy it.
5: For sure. You know what's nice about Jade Two? It's ninety-five minutes, so at least it's, it's short. It's true. It's really <laughs> fast. There's
0: a sequel to Jade. What? Boom! I'm sorry. Thumbs down. You said Jade Two. God, kill me.
5: Oh. oh.
4: Bad joke. Bad joke. Oh boy.
5: Uh,
1: It's okay. In the bubble, it's okay.
5: Jade we two, just, Jade Two. We now. just learned. That yeah, the fuck. Uh, oh my well, God. I'm sorry. I apologize, Matt. Well, it's fine you really had me um, i mean i could what did I see there Jade? that's like they made a sequel to that so i like all i know, mean i like... would
1: not be surprised because there's like sequels to like the crush and all that yeah. stuff from mm-hmm, you know yeah. basic, basically it's the instinct Two. there's pre- there's sequels yeah. to everything
0: well i so I, when i saw jade i watched it for the first time as a, a double feature with the last seduction i was doing linda fiorentina uh. Oh. Noari, yeah, erotic stuff. And the last yeah. seduction I liked it way more than Jade. Maybe that was like you said, Anthony, sometimes oh, yeah. watch you watch yeah. Gone Girl and Deep Water. You know, I watched a way better movie and then Jade. So it was like that <laughs> she's might like also way
1: more into it in the last seduction. Like she her yeah. character is like super motivated in her like using men. And getting away it's, with it's all the bad things. A lot things. more and erotic. It's
5: very I think, fun. Yes. <clears throat> than Jade was. Everyone like, seems yeah. very sleepy in Jade to me. Like everyone mm. <laughs> seems very like like they were all given like medicine, and they were kind of <laughs> like, "All right, let's go record this thing." Like, uh. <laughs> it's
4: contractual obligation jokes. So, so I I have a question. I feel like the erotic thriller has like regained a lot of steam. Oh yeah. This yeah. this year. Um, why is that? Because. A lot of erotic thrillers are terrible. Like, they are bad movies. It's just about... I think
1: it's because they don't make them anymore. And yeah. there's, like, all this discourse about, like, w- whether sex belongs in movies or not. And yeah.
0: It's almost like people... that's a reaction to that, like, whether it's yeah. conscious or not, people are making them because there's so much <laughs> in the air about not having them, you know,
4: so... Uh, Daniel... You haven't spoken up how big of a how big of a a fan of the erotic thriller are you? Uh,
3: Not a particularly big fan, I guess, because I don't watch them very often and I can't think of a lot that I love. I mean, I, I watch noir a lot more, which is kind of like the original version of the erotic thriller, just with less eroticism. Uh, I would like to say that I think people need to stop getting mad about the sex scene discourse online because I really think most of the people that are saying there should be no sex in movies are like 13 years old. <laughs> I really think people are getting
1: annoying. So
3: many people on Twitter are like around 13 years old, and people react <laughs> to every take like it's a peer saying it. And I read these takes and I'm like, no, there's no way an adult said this like so often at the time uh that that's my little soapbox but um erotic thrillers gosh i don't even like basic instinct so i thought that was like mm. terrible so
2: i guess i'm not fan?
3: a big fan i thought it was like miserable to watch well, and I like for watch so Jade. much sex it is oh, not yeah. <laughs> sexy like at all i thought i
1: just love like the crazy aspect like this the 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 how far elizabeth berkeley goes in that movie is just so hilariously wonderful and she's just like being so campy and fun in it and so that's why i take sure it.
3: i think all the sex in that movie looks painful like they always everyone <laughs> always does. looks like they're in pain and i'm like this like
1: the the swimming it, pool fun. scene is like iconic yeah. Wait, are we we're talking about... like
4: wait what are we talking now we switched, about we no switched to been showgirls been to the to the oh we're showgirls now. Show yeah. now oh
3: i've never <laughs> seen
5: showgirls
1: oh Wait. what are you
5: talking about then basic, basic instinct. instinct basic instinct okay yeah. oh i thought you two switched to showgirls like like that i was like oh shit okay no showgirls. yeah i was that's oh. why I was, anyway
0: we're off the rails it's,
5: okay it's no, you apparently you the movie showgirls. bubble
0: is in all of our heads right
1: now <laughs> we all have our own separate bubble we're in
4: yeah like uh i i am like i love um well basic instinct because I love that era of of Michael Douglas. I love Paul Verhoeven.
3: I didn't really like Fatal Attraction either. I mean, it was okay. And so see, I guess that... I'm not a big erotic thriller guy. I like Body Heat. <laughs> body Heat's good, but it's kind of a remake of Double Indemnity.
0: So I guess okay, so see,
4: that's why. I haven't seen Body Heat before, but I love Fatal Attraction.
0: I was gonna say, Daniel, do you like Jallo? I love like Jallo. Erotic Thriller oh, yeah. slash and horror. I like the Palma.
3: I love Body Double. Uh and i used to love dress to kill i'm more like dress to kill now Mm -hmm. um but yeah i love jalo so i guess i would i would pretty much always rather watch a noir or a jalo rather than an erotic thriller i would say. have you
1: ever seen unfaithful
3: no richard okay yeah yeah that's
1: kind of more like it is an erotic thriller but it kind of feels a little bit more like a noir jalo-ish so if you're ever looking to you know try something new that's a good one what okay
0: cool i can't watch it because it's too real it, it it's upsetting to me because i don't it's like too
1: real because you're Ooh, like i'm no but like, that, it, <gasps> it like you know,
0: just like <laughs> th- that those kind of situations sometimes they just uh instill such a fear like if that was me or like if that happened to me or like, if okay. wife, like you me. you know like it's just oh. like it fills me with tired, like see, oh my you know, god like a... i'm putting myself in those shoes and so
1: what's like, it like to be in a uh, happy married relationship it's it must be nice <laughs> Uh, to be oh and a, in a detail. nice
4: yeah um what's uh uh bu- 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 i'm looking it up so james the there's a movie called derailed with clive owen and jennifer mm-hmm. aniston uh oh which, gosh, which i which, I, which oh, I like i forgot all about that <laughs> um it's directed Man. by michael holstrom um but that one I have a hard time watching because it's like this, this guy has an affair, but then he gets trapped in this blackmail scheme. And like, it's, it's a real fun. Like when you hear the word pot boiler, like this is a like modern Mm -hmm. pot boiler where Mm -hmm. thing, and then he tries to take the situation into his own hands. And like, you know, it's, it's sort of like a Murphy's law sort of thing. Um, But that, that's sort of a, mid 2000s. So 2005 erotic thriller. So it's not like these things ever went away. Um, but, you know, it, it's sort of like people saying like, you know, nobody makes comedies anymore. And it's like, yeah, yeah, people are making comedies, but like it's all, all the, the huge budget, you know, these multi hundred million dollar budgeted movies that are, you know, grabbing all the headlines. But, you know, every now and then we get something like derailed, which is a nice, dare I say. Oh, shit. What's the word that I hate, guys? Matt? Oh, functional? Functional. Functional. Oh, yeah. A nice (laughs) function. There, we can talk about that. Functional movie, right? Okay. I don't don't know. Is it
5: the mocking? Is it (laughs) functional? I don't know. Have we talked about the functional? You're talking about like us saying functional or ahead, confident daniel. i think daniel
3: you did not care for it are are you talking about me right now
4: well, no i thought what? you were going to say something
3: oh yeah you were talking about a movie called derailed so i'm looking up yes. what this is are you talking about one from 2005 yep i don't know if that's a current movie man that's almost 20 years old <laughs> i don't think they do make erotic thrillers anymore with no, very bare that, <laughs> exception it pretty much is a dead genre that they and make why, a deep water. but they're not really erotic anymore. Yeah, yeah That's
5: why I felt like deep water felt like a big deal because everyone's like, "Oh my god, the yeah, erotic thriller was. by Adrian Line is back." Like we haven't seen one of these in like 20 years. So, it's it feels like mm. one of those things that died. Like, no, I mean, comedies aren't dead, but it's No, like,
3: comedies are, Strays is out right now, guys. You can go watch <laughs> Will Ferrell and Kevin Hart is talking dogs.
1: I'm Comedy is alive. Strays episode so the bubble, <laughs> you guys. Oh god yeah that looked pretty oh. horrible
0: anthony's over there like i'm gonna find some more erotic thrillers right now <laughs> okay so i, know. I feel like i've
1: watched not <laughs> recent, you know what is weird like, i felt like, like they 15 got... years ago is de palma's passion with rachel mcadams which is like super fun it's super fun and ridiculous but she goes all in like, like rachel mcadams is like so good in that movie but uh, yeah, Ooh, I should shot. see
3: that because I love Rachel McAdams. Yeah. Yeah.
1: it's super silly, it. but it's like oh, also Chloe, which is another one with
5: um. Oh, that's Amanda uh, Seyfried. A- Amanda right?
1: Seyfried and Julianne. Uh... Oh, sorry, name the redhead.
5: Moore? Yep, Julianne Moore, Julianne Moore. Mark, yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Mark Warner's wife. Yep, <laughs> Mark Warner's wife. Mark Warner's wife. Interesting. Uh... <laughs> okay. Julianne Moore, but she it's also know. like
1: in the same vein. <laughs>
5: Well, I feel like they also, got away from Anthony... oh, go No, you go ahead. <laughs> they got away from I feel like the erotic thriller became more like the lifetime thriller, where it's like there was yes. a lot of those like crazy woman stalker mm-hmm. movies. Like there was one with Beyonce that came out. I can't remember what it was called. Obsession. Know, Obsession. And then there's one with, uh, <laughs> yes, with Dario Dawson and Katherine <laughs> Heigel that I think I saw in a the theater <laughs> called like. Un- oh, yeah. Something. I remember. Yeah. But, like there was a lot of these like. i like, up- or...
1: Unbound un-
5: or unbound. Like they feel like upscale <laughs> lifetime movies yeah. with like movie stars. They kinda of, they're not really like erotic though. They may have like a P thirteen like sex scene, but it's usually like it's just like, Is this yeah, lady so crazy? Like you know super
1: hot.
5: <laughs> a simple <laughs> favor. Did you guys see that?
3: Oh yeah. Oh, I love that. I one. loved that. And that felt closer to an erotic thriller than like anything I had seen theatrically in years when I saw that. Yeah. Totally. It yeah, had that no. kind
1: of, like, line crossing with the incest and, like, her being dead and, like, wearing all the oh, suits. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, it was really fun and twisty. <laughs> it's it a so fun it.
4: movie. <laughs> um, Deep Water, two and a half stars with a heart on Letterboxd. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, a heart. It gets a heart. A heart is good. That's good, See, yeah. Actually, so I don't know what that like...
3: means when you give, like, a low rating and a heart, like, oh. so it's bad but you like it or it's good but you don't like it like what what on
5: earth does this that can mean? take us right into the letterbox conversation Here we go. Yeah, yeah, well. here we go. So,
3: so, I don't use hearts I find hearts confusing I just my heart is a high rating that means I'm a big fan
4: yeah I you know that's the great thing about letterbox is that nobody has to understand what my ratings mean because my ratings <laughs> are my ratings um, for me like I it's two and a half is right down the middle and a heart means for me, I might rewatch it, or I will rewatch it. If it's a three, oh. if it's three stars or higher for me, means I will rewatch it. Two and a half, because every now and then I'll be like, I I want to watch. You know, let let me look through some stuff that uh you know I gave two and a half stars to, which means. I was, you know, just barely on the bad side, or just barely on the good it's side, mid, as the and, kids say. <laughs> and I'll give it a, I'll give it a, a rewatch. And so that's what the heart means for me.
3: That's interesting. I've never heard anybody use it like that. I don't think I could because I don't think I really know what I'll rewatch. Sometimes it surprises me what movies I rewatch and which ones I don't.
4: Well, when I do a like the because this podcast that I do about pairing recommendations that always helps me. I'll go in and I'll filter. I'll see, um, I'll first filter by things that I have liked. And so that weeds out all the shit that doesn't have a heart. And then I can narrow it down by genre year, whatever. Um, and so that's what, uh, has really been helpful for me with the heart in is, is just, a one of the filters, uh, to be able to think about different pairing recommendations or like if, you know if I'm gonna write about whatever, um okay, yeah, it, it it helps me weed out the shit that I actually didn't like because, you know, you get up to a point where you have I don't know how many films I've logged, um three thousand plus, it's like, okay, we need to s- narrow the list down instead of having to wade through every single thing that I've watched because I let's be honest, I don't remember everything I've watched. I don't remember everything that I've liked because that's a lot of goddamn movies.
1: <laughs> yeah. You guys so are all so make... good about logging. I can't do it. I use it more for lists <laughs> than anything else. Mm.
2: Oh.
3: oh, I'm like OCD about logging. I have to. I know. Yeah, you guys about are logging. so
1: good at it. <laughs>
5: become Do you, a sickness i have to log everything
3: i <laughs> Do think you, some I, people fall behind on logging because they feel too much pressure to review and like uh-huh. i only review if i have something right off the top of my head otherwise i just rate log yeah. so that i don't miss it
4: i started re- hey, you know there was a long time where i i never reviewed but then i started reviewing because of the column that i write on fridays where and the funny thing is i have now transitioned off of like the film diary uh column into just reviewing a single movie and like finding a topic in that. Um, But writing like quick reviews would help me go in. I'd look at my diary and then it, it helped me kind of uh, uh, rejog, you know, what I immediately thought of the movie. Here's my question. (laughs) I know a lot of people don't, but do you log a movie right after you watch the movie or do you let it sit so you can figure out if you're going to give it a heart or if you're going to give it a rating or whatever. James doesn't have to worry about that. Cause it is, I was
0: about to say yeah, exactly. I was going to say, obviously I log it immediately because I don't rate or review anything. 99% <laughs> of the time <clears throat> I don't rate anything anymore at all. Um, I don't review anything. Usually i might put a quote from the movie or i might say something stupid about the movie (laughs) but most of the time i just log it because that's my and i'll just say that right now that's my main use is just to keep track of what i watch for no reason whatsoever other than to say i watched it or and you know so i oh yeah i did watch that whenever i can't remember it like you just said so did i even watch it no but apparently i did right so like what does it even mean (laughs) I don't so you're
1: know. doing that's, it all for the letterbox exactly I i'm see. doing
0: it all well i'm doing it all no because i don't think i don't think so because no one right i don't have anything to show other than a list of movies i'm just I teasing you no i know i know <laughs> but uh, like so i feel like i use letterbox in the worst way possible for anyone who <laughs> uses it as like a social media platform which i don't really i use it for myself <laughs> so it's very strange how i use letterbox because it's just like a record of what i've watched but like i said that's it does bother me because then i'm like well i should write something about it because at least then i have a record of what i thought right at the moment even if it's not much like you just said anthony just a little bit because then if i look back and i say oh i did see that movie five years ago but i literally remember nothing about it i've pulled up movies that i haven't scrubbed my ratings from and i've got all these half stars and one stars and two stars because i did used to rate movies uh and like i'm looking at some and i'm like already off the bat i'm like No, I liked that movie. Why did I give it half a star? Why did I? You know, like Mm -hmm. in my brain, I'm telling myself I liked it, but apparently I didn't when I watched it. I gave *Tales from the Dark Side* one star. What? What? That's a five out of five, dude. What's wrong? That's what I'm saying. This is wrong. So that's that's part of why I stopped rating them because
1: that's so funny. One star in a heart.
0: Yeah, it was based off like. which we've also talked about what kind of movie was i not like a dark dark (laughs) place right like what happened that day did did someone punch me in the face and then i went home that cat segment was was too real
3: because a cat did climb down his throat one time
0: (laughs) (laughs) maybe yes exactly like
1: you know what you uh, should start using it you should start using it as a diary and write what happened to you that day that you wrote that movie
0: (laughs) or watched that movie and it'll be like
1: there you go like you read a little note to yourself like you know
0: people are going to be like "Oh, i,
1: he's I stubbed my toe today no, it's so just I didn't my day like this
0: movie <laughs> now i get to know about
3: james's day
4: I like I know. that's what yeah. I, I, I i have a. I, I do a daily journal but i i write poetry every morning just to it's like Aww. a creative thing to It just kind of get the get the brain flowing mm-hmm. and so maybe that. that's what i'll start doing i'll just put like i have the most random <laughs> shit like but like i'll just put the day's poem as as the review for whatever movie and people like, what oh, the totally fuck is wrong that. with this guy uh, okay matt let's get uh-huh. you in here do you log <laughs> immediately after you watch
5: most of the time there's sometimes i'll watch something and go i don't know how i felt about that movie and i have to like sit with it for like you know a day or something she's not more than a day and i'm like i'll come back after i've slept on that movie i can't think of an example recently. Um but I have to log. Like, I feel like it's a real sick. It also pushes me to probably finish things I would not finish if there wasn't Letterboxd. I'll be oh, yes.
3: You. Like,
5: <laughs> it's... that. I used you know, to be bad one... about that. I know. That's one thing where I'm like, oh, my God. I think if, if it wasn't, I'd probably just turn this movie off. But I feel like I feel like I don't really turn a movie off anyway. I usually just finish it. But um, I couldn't do... I need ratings. I don't know why. Like, if I go back and just look at a bunch of, like, things I logged, I'll... I won't even remember like really how I thought about it probably. So I'll be like, what did I, what did I think of that? Also, it's really good for the end of the year. We do our discoveries episode. I need to see like, what was like the stuff I gave like five, four and a half stars to. So I can go, oh, that's on my discovery list for the end of the year. It's actually helpful for that too. Uh, The hearts. I have a thing about the hearts. So (laughs) I can give a movie any star rating in the world. If I gave it a heart, that means I had a good time to some extent. So I can give a movie two and a half stars. And put a heart next to it. And I I can go, this isn't very good. But I enjoyed it. I didn't have a bad time. It was breezy, whatever. It went by easy. It's fine. Here's a star. I can also name two and a half stars. And I had a rough time with it. Like, maybe it was boring. But I recognize, oh, it's well made. And the performances were good. So no heart for that movie. I have a movie I gave half a star to recently called Fateful Findings. Has anyone seen Fateful Findings? No. (laughs) Talk about incompetent. Anthony, go look up Fateful Findings. And (laughs) you will know what a... That's why I say things are confident because I watch on like faithful find this guy's know where put the camera he doesn't know what he's doing but I watch it with some friends I had a great time so it's a half a star in a heart he's had a fun time watching it <laughs> like, faithful it, findings faithful like oh faithful. Fate, Fateful finding. I was like, hey, "Man, watch like a this Photoshop movie?
3: poster." Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> what? This looks like a Christian movie from like two thousand three. It, is that what There's a, is? a man.
5: Okay, there's a guy named Neil Breen, who's yeah. kind of like a Tommy was so type guy, yeah, who I yeah. think is very oblivious to how bad his movies are. He's made a bunch, and he's like a rich Las Vegas lawyer or something, and just funds his own terrible movies, and they're insane. They are absolutely insane. Like and completely incompetent (laughs) but with friends great time it's a really
3: fun time (laughs) i love the the letterbox synopsis of one of his movies called twisted pair which is identical twin brothers become hybrid ai entities yet torn in different directions to achieve justice for humanity Yes.
5: I haven't seen that one yet, but it sounds great. It's like a great time.
3: The Letterboxd synopsis faithful findings is like uh it's like a small oh my God, novel, that's the longest. And, and look at the that.
5: curve. Look at the curve on the ratings. Yes. It's like a huge spike on half star, big spike on five star. <laughs> nothing nothing in between. Oh. Well, see, But okay, so
0: Matt, everything yes. you just said that's like gives me anxiety and that's why I stopped rating everything. Because I was struggling with all of those questions every time i was trying to rate a movie or think about a movie was okay well okay who made it how competent like you said you know it, was it directed by steven spielberg or was it directed by Neil breen you know like okay so there's <laughs> something i have to put into the, when i think about how i'm going to make this movie okay was it shot what kind of movie you know what genre what year so many, like i know i'm like you know all these things and i'm just like no i can't it just hurts head, yeah I that's what you know what that's why cause... boil it down
4: Real quick, uh, Nathaniel Thompson from uh, MondoDigital.com, his review, that was dot, 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 astonishing. Star ratings don't even apply here. <laughs> uh,
5: so <laughs> I like. guess I got to watch <laughs> Fateful Findings. I You know <laughs> you watch a trailer and then make a decision. I would not go into it just cold.
4: <laughs> was it like, at the end of last year, I scrubbed all of my ratings and my hearts mm-hmm. and... Mm-hmm. And then I, you know, I wrote this whole fucking thing. And if this movie is like, well, I can't go through this because, like, I it it I put too much thought into it. But then I was like, that's so silly. Like, that's not. I'm trying to change like the way my brain works. It's not working very well. But I went through then and like re-rated all these movies, which was a good exercise because it was like, you know, uh the movie *Carney*, which I watched last year for the first time and I loved, and I cannot ever stop thinking about it, but I gave it like four stars for some reason. Like where was my head? Uh, but I, I went through and re-rate and it's like, this is obviously a five star movie for me. And then I rewatched and I was like, yes, this is fucking phenomenal. I love this movie. Um, and so now anymore, it's just like, eh, you know, the four stars, two and a half stars, whatever, you know, I'm not going to think, too yeah. hard on it because i also don't use Letterbox as like a social media platform to connect with people <laughs> it's it's more of just so i can log to see you know what what i've watched uh for podcast stuff and then lists like lexi you're talking about lists i have like a hundred lists most of them are set to private on letterboxd but i love making lists of movies
5: yeah
0: I like lists. <laughs> I, I have a lot of lists. lists. I like lists. On we all love I lists. I do have a lot of lists. <laughs> random.
1: I'm enough, really trying to enough. stick to it this year for a spooky movie season. I'm really gonna try. I'm really good at breaking my lists. So I'm gonna try.
3: When are you starting spooky movie season?
1: September 1st. Nice. So really I started.
3: <laughs> That's so soon. I can't believe it
1: i know but wow. i have so many movies that recommended to me i need two months to get through
3: them. oh yeah for sure for sure
1: <laughs> i don't know about you
3: guys but it is burning hot where i am so i cannot wait for fall vibes
0: coming up soon
1: i know it's pretty um, warm here uh,
0: sadly for me that doesn't happen till january or february so oh yeah you're <laughs> texas texas sounds yeah, horrible. i'm sorry yeah, we could literally have you know 90 degree christmas you never know
3: that's crazy. My brother lives in Texas and sometimes he's like, oh, you should move down here. It's great. And I'm like, ne- over my dead body. So never, <laughs> ever, ever move to Texas. Um,
0: oh, I do not recommend. I love Texas, I mean, but I do not recommend.
1: Yeah, I'm in California, but it's still, it's still usually maybe in the you know, 70s here by December, which is nice.
5: It could be anything for Halloween here, Virginia. It could be like I yeah. anything. You never know. It could be. 40, 50 degrees. It could be 70, 80. Like, I'll never forget one time we didn't know it was going to be for Halloween, and I was, like, 5 or 6. No, I had to be, like, old enough, 6, 7. My grandma made us Power Rangers outfits that were made of felt. Entirely of felt. And it was, like, an 80-degree mm-hmm. Halloween. Oh. So we're just, like, peeling pieces of this costume off as we walk <laughs> around, like, just like God damn it, but this doesn't breathe at all. My mom's like, "Well, it's felt." <laughs> it's like, "Why is it so hot?" He's like, "Well, it's felt." And uh but then it's like sometimes it's freezing. Like I have no yeah. idea what October is in Virginia, but I yeah, hope you never know. It's been too damn hot. I was telling somebody like I used to say summer was my favorite season. I don't think that's the case anymore. I think that was because I got I was at school. I think that was the yes. reason summer was my favorite oh, season. It's my least favorite season, and now it's just hot. And I have to go to work. It's not fun. Your summer <laughs> like,
1: vacation yeah. pill, like you don't. We Not as an yes. adult, you're like
5: no. Yeah, what's your favorite cold season now. All the time. It's fall now. Yeah, fall is yeah. the one. Fall's the, the best. best.
1: Yeah, like, it's the best. Uh,
5: yeah. Yeah. No uh, allergies. Luckily,
1: yeah. <laughs> luckily
4: up up. Uh, I'm. I think I'm probably the furthest north, out of everybody. Yeah. Halloween is usually pretty chilly here. I mean we've we've had Halloween canceled here, here too, before because it you know we've had ice storms and yeah. Um, uh, but, uh, um, so I, f- for me, spooky season, like I'm trying to hold off because I'm like, I'm on the podcast break and like, I have to fucking buckle down and, and like work on this neon badges book. So I'm trying to focus like only going to watch eighties cop movies and, and like get my butt in gear where I'm on this break. And then when we get back into the podcast I'm I'll be like, okay, now I can start mixing in my my spooky movies but i you know i gotta get my lazy ass in gear here um i feel that so
0: I, I, go ahead James. i'm already in gear like i said i mean i have no choice it's it's gonna be 100 degrees till probably christmas <laughs> He's so like, i, I know like, yeah, do I'm
1: you have like five fans on right? you that like um blow leaves <laughs> at you while you watch
5: movies <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Pour an apple cider for everybody and like, exactly. just, Let's just pretend. It's not a bad oh. idea. <laughs> Need to. But anyway. uh,
4: okay. So Daniel, how, so you don't do hearts. Do you rate no. uh right after you watch the movie?
3: Yeah, I usually do. Um, and, and really like, I don't overthink ratings. Like for me, a rating is mostly just a, 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 a how much i enjoyed a movie or how how much how much i enjoyed a movie so it's pretty rare that i would rate a movie i enjoyed less than three stars usually three stars is as low as i go unless i didn't really like it so i guess i'm kind of a generous rater um i actually went through a brief period and i think i told you guys about this in the discord but for the listeners i went through a brief period where i stopped rating movies and i don't remember why i don't remember why i made the decision. I didn't scrub my old ratings or anything but I just stopped um and I realized like I didn't like it because when I would look back at a movie I I couldn't really remember what my first reaction of the movie was so I like having the diary of basically a, a rating telling me what how much I liked or didn't like a movie so I like having that history but also I do consider Letterboxd to be a social media app so I think if you don't rate and you don't review I don't know, you're basically just creating a list for yourself, which is fine. But that's not really how I think of Letterboxd. I do like to communicate with, I mean, let's be honest, it's mostly like Mark and Hayden that I communicate with through (laughs) Letterboxd, occasionally, Matt. Um, But most people don't do much on Letterboxd. I feel like we're some of the few, but I do consider it a social media app. How do you communicate
4: Um, on Letterboxd?
3: Comments. Comments. That's why sometimes it... I'll just say this. sometimes it annoys me Ooh. that Matt reviews so little because I can't comment and I'll see he'll rate something that I love. And I'm like, oh, I, I want to talk to him about this, but I can't. There's nothing I can do. <laughs> you
0: could <can> text me. <laughs> I could, I
3: yeah. could. I, I just,
0: think if they streamlined it. their.
5: The, I feel oh. like if I
3: screenshot it and like text you, I look like a stalker or something. No, no,
5: you have my permission. <laughs> You're not like some random guy. Like, oh, uh, please do that. Because there's stuff. Self- I- Honestly, there is stuff self- I rate. Where I'm like, I just can't think of a review, and I don't want to spend time. So you know, I just rate it really quick and move right, on. I'm yeah. like, I do wish I could talk to people. Like I just watched *Return of the Living Dead* three, which I know oh, you yeah. love, right? and I loved yeah. it. And I was like, I want to talk to Daniel about this. Oh No, so please be, feel free uh, to to do that to me. But I just don't. I don't. I used to. You know what's funny? Before I had the podcast, I used to review way more. And once I started doing the podcast, my my desire to review dipped way down. I like, understand. I can just that. Talk about it like instead of trying to write because i'm a better talker than a writer so i was like eh, why even bother so i do write a review every once in a while but it's like off the cuff like random yeah it's but yeah <laughs> so sorry i'll try to review more if you want <laughs> that's okay i'll just start texting i'll just know. say this is for daniel this is well i was just no, no say one else I...
1: respond oh.
5: Yeah, what? no reply is only on from Daniel. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, Just write your review for Return of Living Dead 3. It just goes, hey, Daniel, I watched this.
5: <laughs> it was awesome.
3: <laughs> oh, dude, how about those practical effects in that movie? Oh, gnarly. They're <laughs> so cool. They're so disgusting.
5: <laughs> I brought it up on the episode I did just yesterday with uh, Scott from Action Addicts, and he'd never seen it. So it really had nothing, it wasn't his fault. He had nothing to reply to because he'd never seen it. And I was, I really want to talk to somebody about it, but he. You know, he couldn't really give me back anything. He's like, oh, that's cool. I've never seen it. So I was like, ah, I was so excited to talk about it. I was like, <laughs> it's so, it's so gross. But it's, I was really invested in the, the love story of that movie. Mm-hmm. It's really emotional. <laughs> it's like, so it sounds like it would be your favorite Return of Living Dead movie too. Probably, because I feel like I'm on the, so many horror fans love that first Return of Living Dead. And I like it a lot, but I'm not like in love with it like a lot of other people. I've never seen the second one. So right now it's my favorite.
3: The second one is basically a goofy children's movie remake of the first
2: one. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, it's really weird. Even <laughs> as
3: weird. this, like the same actors playing different characters and just recreating what they already did in the first movie, but even goofier. That sounds... It's good. so <laughs> strange. I'm sorry for hijacking your podcast, Anthony, with that Return a- of <laughs> Living Dead.
4: <laughs> what were you going to say, James? You you were going to say something earlier.
0: What? Oh, no. Just... The- they were, talk, you know, they're talking about commenting and using it as so. Like, Letterbox isn't the best for doing that to me. Like, whenever mm-hmm. I do get them, the way you reply and then you can't like reply to the reply to the, you know, and it's like it's not the best interface for that in any way. That's true. So, like, I, if that was better, I might honestly use it more. I don't know. I can't say I would for sure, but it is definitely a, a detriment for me because I'll, I'll get a random comment. I'll be like. Okay, well, I hope you look at right below this and see that I commented <laughs> on my own <laughs> review, and that I'm talking to you. I can at you, I guess.
2: You know, but it's
0: yeah, kind of it's... <laughs> I have a letterbox
3: question for you guys, if that's okay. Yes. Yeah.
2: For those of you that <laughs> regularly, place.
3: for those of you that regularly rate movies, so not James, mm, have you ever? <laughs> intentionally not rated some beloved classic movie you watched because you didn't like it and you didn't want to be judged for a low rating. Oh man.
1: Is this no. like a Matt Jaws comment or no? Yeah. No. Cause I have
3: like, I I'm, I'm in trouble. I'm scrolling through trying to find an example. Oh. I can't think of one, but I have watched like beloved classics and not really liked it and just not rated it because I didn't want people to think I'm an idiot for like giving two and a half stars to some five star movie or something like that
1: it's the litter box peer pressure
3: i guess i don't know
5: i've thought about it before i think where i'm like maybe i should just should not give this a rating but uh i don't i feel like i have but i can't think of any examples i don't know how to like sort to like easily quickly sort to like what i didn't rate um there isn't a classics
4: tab No, it yeah, that's not yeah, you, you can... sort no. Well, you, you can do no? You yeah, can just do yeah. lowest. No, yeah. Well not no, uh, no I tried can, lowest. You can filter. Me just... Go to the, are you guys on oh you're on your phone? I'm on my computer.
5: Oh yeah, okay. Oh, um, I did computer. sort by lowest first, and uh that doesn't give me anything. That just gives me half stars. So nothing. Yeah, that's what I thought. I don't think I really ever did I trust me, I've thought about it where I'm like, I better not write a review because I don't want to get any comments on this one, like for sure. So I'll just kind of do it and move on. I don't think I've I can't think of too many like beloved classics that i have completely bombed. Like you know, like given like half a star or less than like two and a half stars to off the top of my head. But well,
0: okay, so you can do highest first, or uh, or lowest first, and then it will put the ones with no nothing at
4: the. You and I are on end. computer though; they're on their phone, James. Oh yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Okay, sorry. <laughs>
4: uh, yeah, like I'm looking. I, I've I've so I've rated everything. I you know went through and re-rated everything, and like there's nothing. Like maybe I gave Terror Vision one and a half stars, dude. Which, which some people would be like, <laughs> "How dare you? And what I'm is like, wrong with you?" That movie bored me to tears. Um, but like you know, the shit that deserves, you know, Manos, Hands of Fate, half star. It deserves half star. <gasps> it's a terrible movie. Death Star. Yeah, half star, star is so
3: rare for me.
4: I've only got one half star, and that is. Mono's hands of fate.
3: Dirk Marshall got me to watch some disco vampire movie for his show. And I think I gave that a half star. And then I watched some Netflix thriller with my wife because it had some Disney channel star that she liked. And I believe I gave that a half star. And those are the only two I can think of.
0: Okay. I've got, so this isn't necessarily the same thing you were asking Daniel, but I told you that there's movies I haven't scrubbed yet but there are movies that i have scrubbed because i don't want people to know that i didn't rate them as high as i feel like (laughs) right (laughs) so it's the same thing just kind of in a different variation uh which i kind of now already kind of regret like i'm not i'm trying i'm not gonna do any more scrubbing i want to leave these here uh i've got one two three four five six seven eight half stars um,
4: Eight half stars. Wow. Why do you hate yeah, movies so, that, so much, James? Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> well, but I also had the other problem, which was I started just rating everything. I felt like I was loving everything. So I was like five star, five star, just throwing them out like candy, you know, like everything was five stars. So it's like, mm. what good does that do me if I'm saying I love everything? Then what am I even rating them for? You know, so like I struggle with it both ways, Daniel. Like I, I, or Anthony, too. I wish that I didn't have the, it didn't give me the anxiety, but it does. And it's whatever. It's fine. I don't have a problem with it because, like you said, I use it for myself mostly. I don't use it in the way Daniel does. Uh, sadly, you know, it makes me sad. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but I, I'm okay with that. Um,
4: you know what a lot of my uh, one, one and a half, and two stars are? Erotic thrillers. Movies? No, oh. erotic, erotic <laughs> thrillers. Well, let's see. Oh. The
0: last movie you re- reviewed was June 1st, or you oh. logged.
1: Let's see. What
0: was it? You haven't watched a movie since June first. Oh, I have a lot. Let's see.
1: What matter of
0: life and death is what you logged last? Oh, last I haven't night.
1: seen what that a great... movie, so that's a lie.
0: What? I, I must have accidentally <laughs> done that. <What>? Just
4: going <laughs> to say that's a oh, great man. fucking movie too. Because Whoa. I
1: added it to my to watch, watch list, list. Okay. and I think oh, I accidentally too, yeah. logged it. Yep. <laughs> Gotcha. The yeah, last I, one I actually watched <laughs> in Logs Living on Tokyo Time. <laughs> which is great, I, by the way.
5: Yeah. You, you I, I'm looking at my letterbox on the computer, which is a very different experience when you're on a desktop or like on your on your laptop. Yes. Uh, and there's stuff on here I could have sworn I gave a rating to. Like I have a heart, but no rating for old Henry, that western. I don't understand why I did that. Uh, I like Miami Connection or Brother Where Art Thou. I don't understand why these don't have ratings like jackass two and a half. (laughs) Okay. Uh, I do, I do have a thing. I don't rate short films. I will log them and give them a heart, but Mm. I won't rate them. I don't know why. I just feel like it's like, it's almost like to separate my mind. Like if I see that, I'm like, Oh, that was a short film. You know what? not saying they're lesser than. So I,
4: (laughs) I wanted to bring that up because like I, I went through last year or maybe it was two years ago. I watched a bunch of Stan Brakhage movies and I love Stan Brakhage. I think he's a, a brilliant artist. Uh, but, a lot of his movies and he has like his filmography is like 687, but a lot of them are a minute or less. And it's like, I could sit for an hour and watch 60 Stan Brackage movies and then oh. log those all. And then, and then be like, Oh look, I watched 7,000 movies this year because most of them were less than a know. minute long. You that know? feels like
5: cheating, doesn't it? <laughs> so, so
4: mine is, I have a rule 15 minutes or less than 15 minutes i just log i just uh say watched and give a heart or not um and then anything 15 minutes or over i will log with a rating cuz i i Makes watch sense. i watch it's a good rule a, of thumb a, i watch yeah. a lot of a lot of short you know i i have one of my goals this year is to watch at least one per day one short film per day and so i watch a ton of short films. So like, I know people like, you know, these one minute short films that I'll go in and and say that I watched, uh, people have logged. And then I go and see that they've, you know, watched 13,000 total movies. I'm like probably a thousand of those are, you know, two minutes long, which I don't (laughs) give a shit. You do whatever you want.
5: right, right. Right. (laughs) But fuck you and look... you know
4: float off into space. No, joking.
1: The the bubble colon letterbox police.
2: Yeah,
3: <laughs> I hardly ever watch short films, but I the last short <laughs> film I watched was Carpenter's Captain Voyeur, and I mm. didn't rate that, so I guess mm. I'm kind of on that wavelength too of not rating them.
4: But but do you say you like? Do you click the eye and say you watched it?
3: No, I logged I logged it. Okay. like I logged. Oh, you like logged it. Into you know, so your I just
0: diary. didn't rate okay. it.
4: Gotcha. Yeah, so that's. Hmm. Um, that's my one short film thing. And and like I, I, because I don't have those short films in my diary, I keep a list then of short films watched in 2022 short films watched in 2020, you know? Um, so I keep track of them that way. And then that way at the end of the year, when I write my short films column for F this movie, the ones that I really, really liked, I'll, I'll, add in the comments like three asterisks uh just to remind myself yeah you really like this one and I can go back and rewatch it if I want and I, I use that so I can write my column at the end of the year. Right. Because you know Do you yeah.
3: add do you log my uh my YouTube videos in your short film list? Uh I do not <laughs> log your short your
4: YouTube videos, no.
5: Oh. They should be on Letterboxd. Why are they not on there yet? <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay so here's here's the yeah. other
4: question. Uh TV, Ugh. log or not log, because they're <laughs> no. adding. You know, there's like nope. mini series they put on here. I say no. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I draw the line like TV movie. Yes, I log that. But yeah. Like a mini series, like that. Uh, um, uh, Refin. Too young to oh. die, old or too old yeah. to die, whatever it is. Yeah, um, that's on there. I'm like, that's a fucking television show. Yeah, <laughs> I understand each episode is like 90 minutes long or longer, yeah. but it's a television show. Yeah. So thoughts on that? I no. have. I don't, like have,
3: it. I don't oh, really no. have oh. a about it. Oh. I just have like I logged Midnight Mass. I logged um, Obi Wan Kenobi. But it seems like it's weird uh, which ones are on there and which ones aren't. Like yeah, Andor wasn't yeah. on there. After I watched Andor, I looked for it on Letterboxd, and it's not there. So, like, that's I don't it. know. Um, it seems maybe if it's, I don't know, Letterboxd, is, they probably have some kind of rules about what is a TV show and what is, like, a mini series. And I think, min, like, Midnight Mass counts as a miniseries.
5: Um, mm. Obi-Wan
3: Kenobi, too, because that's never going to get a second season. So maybe something like that. Um, yeah, I don't really have a rule. I, I I've done it before. I don't always do it. I don't know.
1: So tangent, are you guys all Flanagan fans? Are you excited about the House of Usher?
3: Yeah, he's series? one of my top guys working right now. I love him. It, is love the House of, right. House of Usher going to be
4: a movie or a TV show?
3: TV
5: show. Another TV
4: show. show. I won't watch it then. I,
3: I, I, <laughs> I was bu- both me and Hayden Gilbert were like throwing a fit in our DMs together because. <laughs> we could have swore when it was announced it was announced as a period piece and then they released pictures and it's all modern Yeah, that's what i thought it was what What the hell modern day yeah oh house of usher
1: why yeah i I thought
3: it it a cut or something yeah i don't understand weird
4: that Uh, did decrease my
3: excitement but in flanagan i trust i'm i'm still looking forward to
5: it
4: matt tv shows or no tv shows
5: Um, no absolutely (laughs) i think one time a long time ago i started using letterboxd i uh i did log haunting of hill house because i mm. loved it so much i like logged yeah. it i was like oh this is amazing um and i i but like i never do it i think it's where people like i think that, i felt this all started with the whole twin peaks return controversy maybe just my mind oh, yeah. Yeah. when uh, on on uh, well, god uh oh my god i'm blinking the with kane podcast uh, yeah cinema, like when they were yeah. He put it on uh, his like top. His, pick his of the number year one for movies. His it's number not one movie. movie. It's yeah, eighteen hours. That is not a movie. Right. So I, yeah. that kind of stuff drives me bananas. Like I'm not usually like a stickler for like yeah, I'm like do whatever you want. It's fine. But like you can't. It's not a movie. It's not a movie. I'm sorry. Like that. that I'm with is you a, there. Is, it's not a movie. Thank you. It's a limited TV series. Like yeah. it was great. I loved it. Ain't a movie. Is like, the
1: format for TV or is it for like? for you to watch in the movie theater like what is the format are you gonna sit in a theater for 18 hours and watch twin peaks return <laughs> i'm some i'm sure some people will but that's not really what it's meant for
5: <laughs> right exactly it was a weekly it came out every week like on yeah. whatever, like sunday i think it was like it came out once a week that's a that's a tv exactly. show through, and through um so i don't like i thought Letterbox was like pushing even to put more tv shows i thought it's like a controversy a year or so ago where they were like people they were going to put more shows in huh. there to log and I feel like they pulled back on it I don't remember but um they have their own thing for TV I think I, mean, I like don't another... mind if they
1: have like a subsection for TV like that's fine if that's what
5: they want to do I think, I think they got it's their whole like a whole app just for shows I think oh well uh,
4: yeah like let those weird TV people have their own thing <laughs> <laughs> this is movies I don't,
5: no keep them you got to keep them out of there it's, it's <laughs> well, <nice>. so, <laughs> movies, so yeah. okay
4: well real quick James do you TV no TV log it No, no TV. Same,
0: just TV movies only. uh, Yeah. Um, So
4: I, I don't even watch. Like I, I I can't. I, I, you know, I've talked about this a lot. Like I have a hard time sitting down for a series, like committing to a series. Sitting down for a movie is one thing. Like I get to see the beginning, I get to see the middle, and I get to see the end, and then I can get up and it's over. Like I can't commit to a (laughs) thing. I have committed to the star Wars stuff because we've become obsessed in this house. But other than that, like <laughs> I can't, like I've tried, I'm like, okay, I'm going to watch the Sopranos. I want to watch the Sopranos and I'll watch the pilot episode. And I'm like, I forget about it. And then the next year I'm like, I'm going to watch the Sopranos. And I watch the pilot yeah. episode and I forget about it. And the next year I come back, I'm going to watch the, so I've watched the pilot episode <laughs> of the Sopranos like seven times. I can oh. recite word for word that entire fucking episode, but I can't commit to, and especially like, I prefer like how Disney plus does it, you know, one episode per week or maybe Hulu does that. Yeah. I don't know how Hulu does mm-hmm. it, but like Netflix, we don't have Netflix, but like, you know how they dump. I'm not yeah. a binger. My wife is a binger. And so like yeah. she, she can do that, sit down and knock out a series in two or three days. I, I can't do that. I can't do the binging. Uh, of course, I'll sit down and watch like a five hour movie in one sitting, but yeah, uh, sure. Yeah, like yeah, I can't I, commit I'm to much a more of
1: like a a comedy. Like I'll watch like happy endings or something. I, I Oh, happy endings
4: is
3: so great.
1: It's so good, but I can't like I I'm with you. I've tried to watch Breaking Bad. I've tried to watch The Sopranos. I think the only like drama TV show that I've ever stuck with is Mad Men. Um, but besides that, I'm just like there's just I don't know. I just prefer comedy. I guess maybe because. I watch dramatic movies, so maybe that's the counterbalance and there's not as many comedy movies anymore as I'm thinking about it out loud. It's because like, like
3: pretty much if I'm going to watch a TV show, most of the reason is just to like have something on like yeah, while we're totally. eating or something. Um, yeah. But if I'm going to sit and watch something, then I want to watch a movie. So I, I also yeah. am more likely to watch comedy TV. Um, but then yeah. there have been some great ones like the Flanagan shows and I got really into seven. Yeah. Which is amazing. Yeah,
1: I think those are like easy, easy to get into because they're also like eight to ten episodes.
3: Yeah, and I like they're that.
1: Compact. So I think the like season to season and all of that stuff is like a little bit, a little bit daunting.
0: Yeah, <laughs> happy endings. So you talking about that? That's like I feel like that was the last TV show I watched on TV. On TV. Yeah.
4: Same. And yeah. Seriously.
0: Amazing. I loved it. You know, it was so good. And like that was it. Kind of, I feel like there was no more TV. (laughs) And then TV died. Yeah, yeah, Yeah.
1: that
0: was the last. uh,
1: And then Netflix uh, was invented,
4: and it was the downfall of humanity.
0: (laughs) Um, shoot, lost my train of thought.
4: Yeah, they started cracking down on the path. Oh, sorry, James, go.
0: No, no, I was just gonna say same thing, Anthony. Uh, I did that with, um, not the exact same thing, but I. It took me basically three years to finish watching the x-files oh i started yeah. it in like 2020 watched you know like two seasons stopped watched three seasons stop you know like so i finally finished it like earlier this year or the end of last year i don't even remember but it was a long, long process a show i'd like yeah. to watch
5: but it's got way too many episodes of this you know exactly yeah. that's that's I can't. the other I can't. thing
3: i'll never like, start a show like that it's that's no. way too much <laughs> yeah. yeah it's like an
0: old show that's
3: yeah
4: you know, going or like eight seasons nine seasons or, 10 or seasons. like the twilight uh twilight zone which i guess is a little different because it's because it's an anthology but still it's yeah. like i look and i'm like oh look at all these episodes the twilight zone i can't it's a lot <laughs> i just sit down and, and you
1: watch it. like thing bop in on the Twilight Zone yeah you, you can know? just pop
5: in and, right. you want, and, and I yeah. have
4: I have you know I've watched I don't know a yeah. dozen episodes of the Twilight Zone just like randomly you know all the big ones right all the, yeah. the major ones um
0: yeah it's not a cohesive storyline they're telling it's just yeah. monster of the week, episode of the week story of the week um wow well, you guys did yeah. notice the continuity of the Twilight Zone <laughs> <Yes. Man. laughs> uh, yeah every week no, my uh, my my wife is actually she's been rewatching. She can kind of binge better than I can, I think. Too, she's been rewatching Sons of Anarchy right now, so it's like mm. it's on every night for the last you know few weeks. So it's like I can hear it right now. It's like in the living room. Hear <laughs> <get> those motorcycles up. So I'll watch it whenever, like if I'm you know we're laying in bed or whatever, going to sleep. I'll I'll watch it too. It's whatever, but yeah, it's tough to sit through a whole show for the first time or again like because sometimes <laughs> i do like i want to rewatch all of lost because i love it and i that's when i keep restarting like you anthony where i've watched the pilot like a hundred times over the last yeah. few years and which is good because it's amazing but
1: there's man, like, some great the pilots like i definitely watched the lost pilot like over and over and the first episode of the walking dead has a really great pilot
2: mm-hmm. oh yeah. and
1: i will watch that on Spooky season because I think it's just like it's kind of its own little contained movie. story yeah. in a way. Yeah,
4: I've you got, got a little so mini movie. Mill Creek um, uh-huh. had had sent me like complete series of shows that I love and I would typically sell them, but for some reason I I can't part with them. But like like I have the entire series of the Rockford Files. I've never Ooh, watched that's a fun one. Uh, yeah, I I love the show, but I've I'm not gonna like. I have the entire I see that series behind
3: you every time we podcast, and I just assume
4: you're the coach. And oh, coach. Coach. Quantum Leap, which I haven't oh. I've never seen an episode of Quantum Leap. And like the plastic. The Quantum, Leap the plastic rules. Okay. Quantum Leap is still on so these. Good.
3: Yeah, I grew up on that show. It was a so, big deal oh, in our house. But Quantum I'm Leap, like,
4: man. You know, I, I look, and like, look at all those episodes. Like, it's got five <laughs> discs and however many episodes on a disc. That's a lot. I can't just commit. Quantum
1: was easy though like you could throw it on
0: okay it- so there's 236 <laughs> episodes of friends oh, yeah. 21 <laughs> discs. now yeah. this i did like this was good like we would put it on and watch it as you go to sleep you watch a few episodes yeah. right so i think that's the only place this has in my life you know like i'm not just <laughs> gonna sit down and watch them all you know, there's a big night
5: difference night. for me between 22 minute comedy and like 45 minute to an hour drama like yeah, like 45 yeah, yeah. minute hour drama no chance 22 minute comedy i've watched parks and rec the office yeah. a bunch of like south parker family got throughout the years because those are easy to throw on in the background uh what else yes like, community got through all community during the pandemic because it was like it feels like bite-sized compared to the 45 yeah. minute plus uh dramas like i'm gonna throw a a
1: comedy wreck out there for like a 20 to 30 minute zone it's called i'm sorry it's on hbo it's really funny (laughs) it has it was like super small it was on like true tv or some like weird channel it has this female comedian and tom everett scott and they play husband and wife and it has like a lot of the like people who will come into like the how did this get made podcasts, like a lot of those people oh, who uh, will circulate through like that crew, will play themselves on it, and it's really funny. And I I got found that in the pandemic, and it's a good like to have on before bed show.
3: Okay, cool. Because my my wife and I like to have like a, a sitcom we're currently watching. And We don't have one right now. So yeah, it's good. it's
1: really dirty though. So
3: okay like, i mean the, like, my kid is not old enough to understand so that's true that's true,
1: that's true. You're <laughs> on, you're, they're not now. there yet you got some time no.
4: do uh, that's a good okay.
1: one That's their one.
4: so do do you guys uh i know you're not supposed to but i'm sure everybody does have like fall asleep with the tv on watching something no oh wow well, good yeah. for you daniel if
3: i can't oh, sleep i'll put something yeah. on because it winds me down but i have to yeah. turn it off before i can go to sleep
4: oh interesting Oh, maybe only, I'm,
3: I'm the yeah. weirdo
1: then. No, <laughs> only I only if Anthony, I'm here, I, and yeah. here by myself. Like if I'm home by myself and my daughter's not here, I will because otherwise I'll get freaked out.
5: <laughs> <laughs> same. Listen, I'm not going to pretend to be cool. Same. Like if I've watched some scary shit that night, I'm going to be like, yes. leave Family Guy on in the background yes. or yes, Practical yes, Jokers yes. or something like yeah. comforting. Like, but no, I, I used to by like that, Anthony. I could not sleep without a TV on. I needed a fan Me on. Me too. I needed a yeah. TV. I needed all this stuff, and uh, actually, it was funny if the power went out at my house, then I'd wake up. I'm like, "What's going on? All my stuffs." Oh yeah. My, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I used to fall asleep, and then I, I, I guess I've evolved uh, to like the place where I'm like, I can turn the TV off, and but I still feel like I need a little bit of like light and sound. I, I don't like sleeping in a complete silence and darkness. I like yeah, I a little. Do
4: i need so i need the darkness i love but complete the,
5: silence and darkness but no
4: i i need i need the fan we have the fan humidifier and then so what i i read Sick. i always read before bed and then um when i start feeling sleepy i take Aww. my melatonin and then i curl up next to my wife and i turn the tv on Aww. and put on bob's burgers and set the timer for 20 oh, minutes yeah. And like, I'm not watching it. It's just, you know, the sound of H. H. John Benjamin yelling at (laughs) those soothing voices. Yeah. You know, but it has to be something that, you know, I've seen every episode of Bob's burgers a million times. It can't be something new. So like sometimes we fall asleep to Frasier. I've seen the Uh first six seasons of Frasier (laughs) a million times but as soon as season 7 starts i can't fall asleep because i have to pay attention what's gonna you know what's going on so it has to be something that i'm really like i know inside and out so it's usually bobs burgers but i do set the timer and uh, you know that melatonin works it's magic
5: it's it's good stuff i, do. <laughs> do I gummy you take melatonin so gummies? you
1: guys are the people who put me to sleep you know
4: Oh Whoa. shit! I cannot oh, listen to thanks. people talking. I was oh. like, "Thank you." <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, no, comforting. no.
1: Hey, okay, too, but like, I'll put up I've already listened to. You know, and I'll just no, no. like.
5: I, I, it's funny. Like, I do take this kind of a compliment. It's like we're soothing. If it were comforting mm-hmm. voices,
3: you guys are Does anybody have like a go-to comfort podcast episode that you go back to? Huh. Um, no, it's a very specific question. <laughs>
4: uh, I don't. I, I I re-listened to um, Mike McPadden and Aaron Lee's uh, Crackpot Cinema. Of course, it's not Mike passed away a few years ago, but I listened to that over and over and over. And I'll you know they did twenty some odd episodes before Mike passed away, and so I've heard each of those episodes like a dozen times each. Um, Okay. Yeah. For me like,
3: it's the Pure Cinema episodes where they program horror marathons with Patrick Brown. Oh, Patrick, yeah. I've listened oh, to those that's many a good times.
4: One. Sometimes I, I at this movie,
3: sometimes I I,
4: I call I call Patrick and I'm like, "Can you just talk to me while I'm falling asleep?"
1: <laughs> <laughs> in, in your nice tone. Yeah,
5: "Can you just talk <laughs> to me Tell me about sleep. all the
3: movies that are functional." <laughs> yeah.
5: <laughs> You're like, "Tell me what you've seen lately."
3: <laughs> Tell me. How- <laughs>
5: You just Uh, called it.
1: Have you
3: seen anything good lately?
1: (laughs) Um, so mine is probably blank check the used cars episode with Paul Shear and Jason Manzucas. I don't know. I just love hearing them all talk. And I love used cars. It's like one of my favorite movies now, ever since I watched it
4: good movie
5: i'm usually laughing too much at how this get made i think to fall asleep like i jason manzouka is my favorite people he just cracks me up oh i like... love
1: him he's one of my biggest crushes in the entire world um <laughs> but on this they're like they like you know because it's playing check they're like talking about all the stuff that happened behind the scenes so it's like very i don't know it's very soothing their voices are very soothing <laughs> to me
5: they were it's in episodes. Like... i'm never gonna finish this <laughs> It seems like opposite think of to to me. What? You think oh, I just, saying? I think I've started the same sentence five times and have not finished the sentence.
0: Oh, sorry. Go ahead, man. It's I'm fine.
5: Sorry. No, no. I was just like, I just, now I feel silly because everyone's like, Jesus Christ, what's this guy trying to say? um
0: know. This better be I good. I don't Matt. fall
5: asleep listening to anything. But I was like, I do have comfort episodes I go back to, and then I get sad uh-huh. when they kind of like disappear, you know, like, because I think after yeah. like 100 episodes, they just, right, they just go yeah. away into the ether. Yeah. um there were definitely this movie ones. I remember there was one I loved on any given Sunday. I think it had Adam oh, yeah, Patrick that was a good one.
1: Yeah.
5: Adam doing Al Pacino impressions is like one of my favorite things in the world. Like oh, I was so happy so it funny. talked about Coito's way. And I was losing it. And he's like, I'm sorry, yeah. baby. I got it. Because I just rewatched it. I was dying. Um, for me
3: it's the it's that this movie episode on the fugitive where they keep doing chicago accents oh, oh yeah so you're
5: telling me this guy where they just say that
3: like over and over that's like the funniest podcast i've ever heard
4: so my my oh. wife my wife is is currently watching the bear and i uh-huh. uh, oh yeah we watched
3: a little bit of the bear i it's came like, home
4: i came home sorry, and, and uh, uh after my meeting last night she was watching it and all of her plat is on it i guess Mm-hmm. And like he's doing this super strong Chicago accent, I was like, "Yeah, wow, he is nailing it. Good for him."
3: Yeah, we started the bear, but even though it's short episodes, it doesn't have the same vibe as like a short comedy to watch while yeah. you eat. So we we haven't gotten very far.
1: It stresses me out. I don't like shows that stress me out. Yeah,
3: it's a little stressful. Yeah, it's like That's
1: Succession. What... I'm like, oh, this is annoying because people actually like this and they have this another like. Many
3: another like mm-hmm. half hour comedy show that also stressed me out was love i think it was called oh yes super yes. stressful for me
5: like i couldn't handle it I, we were just talking really about is that the joe Yeah, we were one? talking about that yeah oh yeah i think lexi and james recommended to me or we talked about something yes. involving magic or something <laughs> <It's> like, no <laughs> Oh okay yeah. no,
2: no anthony, anthony.
4: i know i know i'm watching you james <laughs> You and I are next to each other, so I'm I'm looking at you most of the time. (laughs) On
3: this movie bubble
0: podcast, we have talked about TV (laughs) so much, (laughs) so much TV talk. I think maybe because we don't get to very often. So (laughs) exactly, no, No.
4: that's true.
0: But hey, uh, oh oh, what was I going to say? Um, Lexi, if you don't want to, well, that that, that too. Yeah, yeah. I love love. Um, but (laughs) love love. If you don't want to watch a show, Matt has a great oh for that <laughs> you just go to wikipedia you pull up the episode guide <laughs> you get a quick little synopsis and then you don't have to watch any tv oh Wait, man do I saw, that, james
5: had this locked I'm and sorry. loaded i watched his eyes okay listen i'm gonna tell you guys <laughs> a <please>. ahead, tell. <laughs> listen, <laughs> tell don't judge story me then. for this <laughs> don't think less of me please um no you're gonna promises buckle up. you're you're gonna love this okay so <laughs> a few years ago Whatever year Game of Thrones was ending, was that 2019 uh-huh. or 2018, um, six seasons, seventeen. I remember whatever the last season was. I was dating somebody at the time who really like read the books. She loved the show. She was like, "It'd be great if you could catch up and watch the last season <laughs> live with me as it's happening." And this is like two or three months maybe before the season started. oh god 60 hours of television if you know me so much i don't watch television but i could tell she was like really like really wanted me to do it and i was like i'll try and i very quickly realized i cannot fucking do this so what i did not proud of (laughs) this was i figured out i could watch like start the episode watch a little bit fast forward watch the preview of the next episode start the next episode, watch the recap of the last episode <laughs> and read the Wikipedia synopsis of each episode. That's a lot was, of work. It actually went by very fast. I was flying through <laughs> I was like, and I felt like I was getting it. I felt like I'm like, there's so-and-so he's doing that. Like, I'm like, these shows have a lot of fluff in them. They got a lot of fluff that you don't ever come back to. You don't need conversations. Don't matter. So I rolled through six seasons of game of Thrones and like, a month or so because i was just like oh better fast forward through a few of these bad boys <laughs> and like i'd stop if something was happening like a battle or something seemed important but i was just flying through and then we watched the last season together and i felt completely caught up <laughs> only time so i've done funny. this i did admit it to her. i told her eventually we broke up but <laughs> 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 that's because... why uh we're still on good terms but i did tell her i said uh i gotta tell you that i didn't really watched all game of thrones i did this and she just like shook her head and she was like god damn it like she was just like what i'm so disappointed in you matt She was like what she wasn't even it was more like a laugh like i cannot believe you did that she's i think she was a little bit like i appreciate you tried kind of but also how ridiculous are you that that was your like (laughs) play
1: like well how ridiculous of her to ask that
5: yes that's 60 hours. Come on. Thank you, guys. A and a didn't watch,
1: watch in much.
5: months. Knew I did not watch shows. It wasn't like it was a secret. Because um, she she was the complete opposite. This girl would, like, just go through these shows like nobody's business. She watched, like. But she hated
1: movies?
5: And she, she didn't like movies that much. You know what funny <sighs> movie she did love, Lexi? Yeah. Now You See huh. Me. We had to go to <laughs> Now You See Me in the theater two times.
1: Because <laughs> oh, she was problem. like,
5: I love we'll this the movie. podcast up. We're gonna podcast. I'll save it for the other podcast we're doing on "Now You See Me, Now You See Me Too." But
1: uh, oh my gosh, okay, we gotta send her flowers or something. I think.
5: I mean, yeah, we're <laughs> sorry, fine, Matt but- dumped you. No, no, the he dumped me. Uh, no, I was like- trying to say it was mutual, but it was kind of like this feels like you're dumping me, but uh, <laughs> not because of the TV show thing. But yeah, when I told her, she was just like oh my god like i can't believe you did that she was like that is
1: so funny
3: she was like, i do totally agree that drama shows have so much fluff it feels like the pacing yeah. on all of them is so glacier and it drives me crazy yeah because
2: yeah. they have like yeah. as
3: much story as a movie but they just stretch it out like crazy so that netflix can get more watch time
5: i feel like yep yeah absolutely game of thrones i guess had a little more reason to be longer based on very long books but it still felt like you could pick it up by just doing what i did i was like i know what's going on i told james and chris and andy this in a group chat and they acted like i was the death like they acted like, how dare you Uh, i understood
3: well if it wasn't for that you would have probably never watched it
5: so, no, I mean, at least you got a little bit. I enjoyed bit of... actually kind of what I saw, but I liked the way that I did it. It's Also, the only time I've ever done this strategy, I'm just throwing, anybody wants to do this for a loved one who's like, hey, watch Dexter, just, you know, or whatever show. Oh, no, watch
4: Dexter. And... Dexter's actually good.
5: Okay, Game of Thrones. That's like my
4: goat. But... <laughs> m- when my wife, my wife was a huge Game of Thrones, is, oh. was, she's still, she's my wife's still alive, by the way. <laughs> she is a good big Game of Thrones fan. And she's like, do you want to watch the season with me? I'm like, a i don't want to catch up b fantasy dragons no know, the other thing. <laughs> but she was Not like really. lots of nudity and i was like well maybe. okay <laughs> like, just now call now me when boobs me. are on the screen sure <laughs> it,
0: an erotic <laughs> fantasy thriller uh <laughs> yeah
4: <laughs> Wr- written by joe no, esterhouse no
1: <laughs> yeah, Matt, don't share this with TikTok, because then they'll get ideas, like, know. Know, how they watch movies yeah. on one and a half speed. I like, who's oh, dying?
5: Yeah. Admit to this thing that I did. And then, like, two days ago on Twitter, I saw, like, people were saying, oh, I saw, like, Gen Z watches shows, like, at 1.5 speed. And I was, like, appalled they would watch movies or shows like that. And I was like, I kind of did that with Game <laughs> like,
1: You didn't do it because... That wasn't...
5: You yeah, did for your motivation yeah. i yes. didn't want to watch it like at all and that was the, i would not like these people watch everything like that it sounds like and i'm yeah. like if i want to watch something i'm not going to watch it at yeah. 1.5 speed i'm just going to watch it you do that's it that's why for they the don't Pudani. like sex
3: scenes because they don't care about how the story is told <laughs> they just want to know what happens so it's like just yes. tell me what happens okay now i know okay now i'm done and let's that's how they think mm, crazy
1: they don't want to savor the, the boobs or any
3: of that.
4: Yeah. Oh, my God. Boobs are awesome. Jeez. I my know. thing with Game of
3: Thrones is I watched the first two seasons and I liked it, but I felt done. I was like, okay, I'm done now. And I, I moved on. Yeah. And that's all I've seen. There you go. And I watched the first three seasons of Dexter and I really liked it. And then I was done.
2: You know, so I, I just. I like that. I don't want to go
3: on that crazy line. I finally
4: watched <laughs> Lawrence of Arabia and it only took me two and a half minutes. And now, I'm, and now I'm done. I don't have to watch. At know? times
3: 15 speed. Yeah, I, lo- I
5: logged it on, on Letterboxd, gave it half a star because you just can't You're get like, anything. I not know what was going on. Yeah. All these shots of deserts, who cares? Um, <laughs> I got a Letterboxd question, actually. Yes, Speaking James. Of yeah.
0: um, have y'all ever, because y'all were talking about why aren't these on there, have, have you ever added anything to Letterboxd? I have no idea no. how to do that. I don't know how to even do that, honestly. Who I've do you have to pay two to do movies?
1: That? I thought it was like a special committee.
0: No, like... no, 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 no. Y'all can do <laughs> this, for my YouTube can channel, do this right now.
1: On
4: Letterboxd or on, on the movie database? <laughs>
0: okay. On the movie database, which then okay. feeds goes into to Letterboxd. Letterboxd. Right oh, if, oh, interesting. Oh, okay. You yeah. can't find it to log, and you're like, what? I've had to add two movies.
4: Gotcha. Okay, yeah.
0: Interesting. Uh, Witch Hunt 2017. Directed the by Vin Diesel Philip one? Schaefer. Nope. <laughs> this is when five young women gather to play a witch themed board Ooh. game, they begin to suspect one of them may actually be a witch. It was not on Letterboxd. I watched it. I had to create this. And now it's there. And there's 343 people have watched it.
1: Is I it good? It.
0: Uh I didn't enjoy it. <laughs> <But> some people <laughs> on here <laughs> seem to have. I thought it was pretty rough. Um <laughs> it's it's you know, I don't know. Uh, I also added Christopher Funderberg's movie, The Burning Bride.
4: Oh, yeah, cool. Good of it you, James.
0: I yeah, got all their names in there. Cribs is in there.
4: Yeah, nice.
0: Two people have logged it. <laughs> Me and the Jeff. Burning Bride doesn't have a year,
3: though. You might need to add a year.
0: Yeah, well, that was because uh, I, I didn't know. Oh, I, I need to update yeah. that, though.
5: Good call. <laughs> nice. You are a good work, James.
4: And you're yeah, doing I'm the trying. Lord's work, yeah. Um, <laughs> do you guys um, ever say you have like a you know a f- a free weekend or free night to watch whatever? Um, do you ever actually do the watch list shuffle and be like, okay, I'm leaving it to fate's hands?
5: No. Yeah, you you know awesome. <laughs> oh, I'm the only. <laughs> That's no. the most helpful feature. 'Cause I ported my whole watch list over to Letterboxd finally, which wasn't hard actually. Um, ported the whole thing over from and the shuffle feature from IMDb from IMDb to okay. Letterboxd. Um huh. and it's shuffle's awesome because like it I it sometimes I will am not gonna pick the first one in on the list, but I see like a yeah, whole no. new slate of movies. Yes. and I can pick from like I'm like, oh right, that's in my list. I should watch that. It's helped me quite a few times actually where I'm like I see something, I'm like, oh shit, that was on my list. I should watch that. Yeah,
4: it, it for me it, it's it's never been like the first movie. Sometimes it has been. But you know, right. I have my telephone screen and you you have like sixteen movies in front of you. I'm like, oh shit, I've haven't thought about this in a long time. Let's watch this. So that's yeah, I I I like that feature. Um, okay, watch lists.
0: That's a good feature.
4: I, I yeah. know I know some people have like minimum uh movies on their watch list and then some people like me has like three thousand plus movies on their watch list. Uh let's talk about your watch oh I'm sorry. Six thousand three hundred and seventy two on my watch list. I
5: I thought I was insane with eighteen hundred movies on my watch list, but that makes me feel way much better. That's so much better, (laughs) Anthony. That's wow six thousand
3: you know what would be fun if here on the podcast we all do the shuffle and then just say what the first movie to come up is Ooh. and then people can chime in like okay if, if you should watch that or not wow, okay, I, like I like it that. okay
4: like everybody that. shuffle it shuffle the watch list
5: shuffle it up
1: i don't have anything on watch list i just have lists <sighs> is there a difference
5: you don't have a you don't have a watch list well, on letterbox
1: i would just use the list feature oh. like a watch list like
5: yeah they have a whole separate. See a whole yeah, separate you, watch list Yeah, you
0: know, if you click and like go in, if you search a movie and then you can be like it will say add to list but it'll also say watch list is one of like the top it's like the,
4: the top oh. one I think. Yeah. That's like, okay I'm well
1: i can't do that because i don't have the i don't have anything in my watch list they're on my list so Aww. well you this guys have fun will, <laughs> <stuff will> <laughs> you're,
3: <laughs> <frame>. <laughs> you're about a movie you want to see like do you just hope you remember it or do you do anything to try to remember them <laughs> no most? i
1: do have i have a to watch list i have a director's list and then i have a spooky season list
3: okay so on he just hasn't put them in what in, in the on letterbox yeah called well I think, yeah. I think you can still shuffle i think you still go into
4: that list and shuffle huh. i think let's see yeah, if you go under uh sort Um, it'll say like okay so on my watch
3: yeah you can't do
1: it you can just go go to to...
3: sorts and then you can click shuffle
4: sort by oh yeah shuffle is list order film okay so i have
1: to go into it i see okay yeah Yeah.
4: yeah, go into your list and then hit the dials at the top right got it yeah. Okay. I wonder if this is helping out anybody we're listening to, They're like, "Oh shoot, I can do that."
2: Letterboxed
3: I Five stars. This podcast doing. very informative. I know. Go, go ahead. Know. listen,
0: look, y'all. I don't remember who we was. It me and you and Matt were trying to figure out on the last time. Oh god, but oh, we yeah. a I still cannot event. figure it out. I, I, I'm, I swear, I think that they took it away. That uh, they might hour. have.
4: Yeah, they because might. They certainly might have.
0: I did it again earlier, like sometime last week. I was digging into it for like a good hour, just literally just.
4: Yeah, messing I, around with I, every, every single every now and then option, and I could. Every not now and get it. then, I'll I'll try to dick around with it too, and like it. There, you like. There's just no. It just way shows you, the same thing. Yeah, the exactly. amount I've watched. Okay, so first movie on the watch list. I'll start. Mine is a movie from Billy Tang called "Red to Kill" from 1994.
5: Never heard of that. Never yeah, heard of never heard of it. Yeah, oh man, I wonder. Is-
4: right? Yeah, I. Hmm. I don't know how the hell, you know, okay. you always wonder how the hell do these things end up on your list. Um <laughs> I it might have been I I it looks like Sam and Charles uh have seen it, so I bet they mentioned it on um, it's a Twitch of the Death Nerve. <laughs> uh, um oh, okay, Matt, okay. go ahead.
5: Okay. I have one I actually remember hearing about, uh Pretty Poison from 1968 uh-huh. with, uh, yes dude anthony perkins and tuesday well oh i've been meaning Great to see movie. that too
4: we okay in cult <laughs> movies we talked about it we did an episode on
5: it my god how long ago was that <laughs>
4: it was <laughs> it was the first time stephanie crawford was on the what's on the show oh, wow like
5: <laughs> yeah. first season of the show then like yeah. that part of that good movie okay really good movie. okay well yeah, I, I think watched. there's
3: no blu-ray and it's never like free streaming anywhere so oh. i think that's why i haven't seen it's, it like i can rent it for four dollars but i've just never done that
4: it's also on youtube but yeah it, it had a twilight oh. time blu-ray but it's oh. way out of print it's, so, it's Some weird twilight Red time
3: blu-rays is, yeah. are either stratosphere cost or they're worth nothing and <laughs> right. it seems like the ones <laughs> i have are all the ones that were worth nothing and i don't
5: understand <laughs> how it works uh.
4: Yeah, Pretty Poison, I, highly recommend
5: that. I may have grabbed this Twilight Time Pretty Poison Blu-ray before it went out of print or like right when it was going out of print. It feels like I may have it somewhere. Nice. I can't go search for it now, but I'll Somewhere. Let you guys know. What do you mean somewhere? Um, not on your shelf? My blue no, my Blu-rays are all over the place. They're in <gasps> closets, they're in bags and okay. boxes. That's not a discussion oh, for this bubble, but Matthew. Dad.
4: Oh, gosh okay <laughs> put some wood
3: up on your walls
4: dude.
5: well the problem <laughs> okay. is it's like it's not it's my place but i rent it so i don't uh, the, the space is uh limited and what i can do definitely can't add custom shelves so i have the the one atlantic shelf which i like but i don't have room for two because there's like windows in the way and the spacing's mm. weird so it's I like you. i don't need windows got, like, get out of here knock them out don't need them but <laughs> just I, cover uh, them up dude cover, cover them, them up, up. <laughs> who needs windows uh, yeah but the problem is uh yeah that i have limited shelving and i've run out of shelf space so like new blu-rays come in and i'm like well you're gonna go in this box now until i have somewhere to put <laughs> you so um yeah i think the spotlight time blu-ray i have that's actually worth a lot of money is rapid fire if i'm thinking of that oh, that's a huh. pretty pretty blu-ray. poison Ooh.
4: if you have pretty poison that'd be a pretty penny
5: <laughs> i would almost just say sell off that rapid fire
3: get all that money and it'll probably get a kino like before long i'll give oh, you five dollars sure for it i'll give you five dollars
4: <laughs> well, how much is
5: rapid fire worth i'm going on ebay right now let's let's see it, it was like boy. 70 bucks i feel like a while ago really holy Damn. shit this one's 130 dollars. that can't that's hey. a buy it that's not a hang on <laughs> let me go to the actual sold ones because uh people ask whatever they want on here and don't always get it. Uh, Sixty dollars, fifty dollars, seventy dollars. Wow. <laughs> um, I keep it. It's
4: impressive. I do. I do,
5: I do love Rapid Fire. It Would really hurt me to sell it. But Daniel's probably right. It's probably going to get another release somewhere. Yeah. Um, I don't know oh,
4: if, yeah. Okay. Um, let's do Daniel watch list number one.
3: Mine is one I think Matt is a fan of, which is the Collar from nineteen eighty seven with Malcolm McDowell. Oh. I think it's a Vinegar Syndrome oh, release. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
5: Yes. Crazy movie. Kind of slow for a little bit, but my God, it takes like this turn where you're like, I was like, holy shit, like <laughs> knock my socks off. Like, if you could get that in like one of the Vinegar Syndrome, like $10 flash sales, if they do those again, I'm surprised it wasn't in there already. That's a great like $10 blind buy, I think. I thought it was really cool. good. It's on Tubi as it's well. On, yeah, Tubi oh, well, for the, free. Yeah, even better. Yeah. <laughs> um
4: Yeah, this is in my watch list, Pure Cinema. Somebody, probably Brian, had talked about it on Pure Cinema um cool and i feel like fairly recently i feel like i i recently added it to the list so um all right lexi number one on on your list
1: okay i went to my spooky season list it's coming okay. up the so number one that came up was possum 2018 film
3: oh isn't that supposed to be like super disturbing
1: yeah i read i just read about it i was like oh it's about a puppeteer it's my favorite thing oh, i've never even heard <laughs> oh, of great. it.
4: on Tubi, it, on free the poster
0: is it the the poster like always reminds me
4: of uh
1: yeah it's like a spider coming out of a bed yeah. yeah yeah
4: okay. Cool.
1: yeah it's really it's a really great poster
4: oh this is cool i've never poster. even heard of it so <laughs> nobody here has seen it I've
1: seen it. the poster, but I've never heard of it. But someone recommended it to me when I was getting my 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 list together.
4: Cool. So I dig it. Um. All right, James.
0: Uh, my the number one that popped up on mine was actually "The Wages of Fear."
4: Oh hell yeah! Which I I've never seen "The Wages of Fear."
0: Yeah, I've yeah, only I mean seen it. Sorcerer. So.
4: Have you seen Wages, Daniel?
3: No, I have not. Or oh,
4: Sorcerer. What, there you go. Yeah, I liked how Patrick and when when Pat and uh, JB were talking Friedkin last week, um, Patrick had said he hasn't seen the Wages of Fear. He's only mm-hmm. seen Sorcerer, and he didn't want to go in to Sorcerer having just Watch Wages to have that in his head. Mm-hmm. So I, I kind of like that because... I feel like, well, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm a pretty. I know Sorcerer well enough now, um, so maybe if I go in and watch Wages, I'll be able to separate the two. But I sometimes I kind of worry about that every now and then. I'm like, you know, the classic one. I don't want to think less of it just because I like the, the remake better. But,
0: mm-hmm. you know i don't know why it just made me think of it but you saying classic i guess made me think. the last time i rated anything or the movie where i didn't i stopped rating things was the passionate friends um i like yeah decided not to rate it <laughs> and i was like <laughs> it was partly because of the i think i was getting i was watching a lot of "Quote unquote" classic movies, you know, like older films, Daniels movies, <laughs> <laughs> um, and so like that was my issue. Is like I think I'm just not attuned to them as much as I am more modern movies.
4: Well, or, I what, mean, what did did you end up rating the Passion of Friends? No, 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 I I didn't. You didn't rate that. So what? And that like, was why, because I, I just off the top of your head, then what what do you think you would have rated it?
0: <laughs> well, th- I think that that might be why is because like i i don't know like i don't know you know i mean it, it was an interesting m- movie but that's like why i don't know man i i don't no, know I, four? I, I, Oh, see four, i gave you know, it th- oh, i gave it three three and fine.
4: a half because it's not you know it's it's fine it's not great though yeah So, which, but you would think it'd be great because it's David Lean directing, it's Mm -hmm. uh, Anne Todd and Claude Rains, Trevor Howard, and it's like, oh my god, this cast! How can it not be great? And you're like, eh, it's you know, middle of the road romance. It's fine.
0: Yeah, and I I don't know how to even explain kind of what I'm trying to say. Like, uh, but I feel like it happens more when I am watching older movies that I can't differentiate as well between, um like how how well they're made you know to me like sometimes i I feel like i'm having trouble knowing a a really good movie from a okay because you know i think daniel you've mentioned this a lot like you you'll go through a lot of older movies and there's a lot of we mostly only hear about the good ones like the the ones that the aren't as good kind of fall by the wayside and that's why people do talk about the classic ones so often because they were the ones who got propped up then even so you kind of don't have that much talk about the the lesser thans but I- even then when you now that we can find a lot of those lesser thans I still feel like I have trouble like I'm like well I don't know if it feels like that much worse than this super duper classic to me like and I don't know if it even has anything to do with how old they are or not but it's just like I, th- I think it's just something to do with the way you know like they act in older film. I'm talking you know I guess I should preface like 50s and earlier you know like There was just a different style of acting and everything that went into every movie back then. And so, like, they just feel different. And I'm just not into that as much as I am anything from past that. And so it just got tough to where I was like, I felt like I was rating all those lesser than, even though they probably aren't lesser than And see, So it was like, I felt like I wasn't being fair to the movies because I was judging them based on too much of my own.
3: Yeah, I I kind of go through waves on, like, what era of movies I'm more in tune with. Like, sometimes... I'm more in tune with like watching newer movies. And for me, that's probably like mostly 80s, 90s, to be honest. Um, And then I don't so much. And then I do kind of struggle with the older stuff because I'm not in that wave. But then I get in the wave where I'm mostly watching older stuff. And then it feels weird to watch the newer stuff. Like right now, I'm more so in a wave of watching older stuff. So I recently watched The Pope's Exorcist. And it was like driving me insane how fast (laughs) that movie moves and how loud it is. And I was like, it's so loud it's moving so fast. It's like driving me crazy. And I realized like, I'm not, I'm not in a wave for like new movies right now. Like I want it to be black and white and I want it to calm yeah. down. <laughs> well,
4: that's that's okay. That's I, the, the last thing uh, before we sort of wrap things up here, uh, James, thank you for this. I, uh, I was curious, like, do you guys go through like we're coming, you know, we've talked about spooky season coming up here. Uh, you know, at F this movie, we do June exploitation. We do scary movie month. Like we have these dedicated, um, you know, uh, every February or, you know, we do a lot of us usually focus that month on a year. Um, is, do you guys go through like, you know, the certain times, like, yes, we're going to watch scary movies during, you know, the fall season, um, sad Vember, Right. Uh, It's like something that I'm Uh I'm big on. Do you guys kind of have these regular waves? I like that that word, Daniel, these regular waves that you go through uh, very much that you tend to like, if you look back, you're like, oh, wow, it's like this time of year. It seems like I'm always watching this type of movie.
3: Yeah, I'm a very seasonal person. I love the changing seasons and I change a lot about myself with the seasons. Um so summer, I'm really into like 80s movies. Like I think June exploitation really instilled that in me, so like 80s teen comedies and action movies and horror movies like I love that. Then in the fall, of course, I like horror, but particularly like like ghostly and folklore and classic horror that kind of autumnal feel. And in the winter, big on classic movies in the winter. For sure. And the spring is a little bit of a it can go any which way. I'm not so set on the spring, but that's usually how my year goes. What
4: about you, Lexi?
1: I am more like I get into certain moods where I want to watch certain types of movies when I'm out of sync with like the seasons and stuff, where I'll be like, oh, I really want to watch a bunch of like 70s films. So I'll go through and watch for the 70s, where I'll be like, oh, I want to watch some 90s action films. Or, you know or or i'll be listening to like a lot of podcasts and people will recommend stuff and i'll be like okay i track all these down and watch these all like <laughs> now and that, that's kind of what i go through more
4: matt what about you
5: oh yeah actually it's funny i'm kind of similar to daniel in some ways like uh when he was saying that i'm like yeah that sounds great because i have like definitely september october a lot of spooky horror stuff uh even this year, it's bled into August, like it started that early. Uh, but as soon as October ends, I like cut the horror off pretty hard. And I'm like into two things happen November, December. I go into like classier air quotes movies. I feel like I always end up yeah. watching like older movies or classics. And I try to catch up on all the stuff from the year. Mostly like that's December. I'm like, Oh God, now I got to watch all the stuff. So I can do a top 10 of whatever year it is episode. Um, January seems to always be like. I think at that point I'm like, okay, fuck all new stuff because I just had to watch a bunch of it uh to get ready for the top ten of the year episode. So then I I just watch like older stuff, like nothing new. I feel like I mean, honestly, most of the year from like January to I guess like yeah, August is like a free for all little bit. But it's funny to look at Letterbox and like see. Trends of yourself, you almost know, like like this year I was like, Oh, I watched a bunch of action movies, and there was like micro trends like I went through a Hong Kong action phase for like earlier the year. Where I was watching like all these Hong Kong action movies, um, uh, which I kind of cooled off on, but um, yeah, I think most of most of the year, I think it's a free for all then at the end of the year, I feel like it's all this it's always the same though, but yeah, it's funny because november first, I'm like, no more horror. it's done put it away every year for the past few years i'm like not none of it i want like classy i kind of got in the sad member thing a little bit since you started that i feel like i look for like sad dramas now
4: hell yes what about you james
5: uh i don't know i was kind of thinking like
0: i don't know if i really have i I guess i'll have moods kind of like more like lexi was saying not so much waves as much but i'll definitely do like i'll get in the mood which can you know kind of like a wave where I do want to also like, oh, I got to watch this director all his movies. And I was trying to think. I'm trying to actually look it up right now because I want. I had a feeling that it was something like that, but it's not. That it might have been something like that that happened with the Passionate Friends, where I was watching too many classic movies or whatever in a row, even though maybe I wasn't shouldn't have been. You know, if that makes sense. Like maybe I wasn't in the right mindset to watch. You know, 20 classic movies. I needed to put it up, even though I was just had told myself, oh, this is what I need to do. You know. So yeah. I don't know, it's kind of like it can actually be, you know, <laughs> bites you if you get too caught up in like, oh, I gotta do this. I gotta, you know, uh have a baby talking to me on the side of my computer Aww. right now. Uh, oh, there
4: she is. <laughs> oh, hi.
0: Say hello. Can you say hello?
4: Hello. Hello. <laughs> hello. <laughs> she can't <laughs> hear us, of course.
0: <laughs> nope, she can't hear you, but she can say hi. Um Anyway, (laughs) Uh, yeah so like i i don't know i just felt like that might have been happening with the passionate friends where i'd watched a bunch of classic movies but i needed to watch something else to change that up because maybe i was
4: you know myself out on it you know with having a podcast it's you know it's sometimes like okay i i have to watch this movie i have to watch you know i have to stay in this theme to find a pairing mm -hmm. or whatever right um but Lately, I've tried to be more, um, you know, listen to, like, what do I want to watch? Like, who gives a shit? Let's just, what do I want to watch? Especially, like, for me, I do seasons on the podcast. And so, like, the last six or seven episodes, I'm just like, I don't want to discover anything new for this. So, I'm just going to find pairings that I don't have to rewatch because I'm so burned out of having to watch stuff. And so, like, lately... I've been wanting to watch which is crazy, 80s cop movies and French New Wave films, which are like could not be further from each other. Uh, but it's like, you know, when I find time it's like I just you know, I this is what I want to watch. Because like you're saying, James, like sometimes you're watching something and you shouldn't be watching it because like you're not in that mood and so it's gonna alter what you think of it and um, but I'll just tell you, you're not wrong on the passionate friends. Middle of the road, you're fine. You don't need to revisit. It's fine. Yeah. Hey, uh, I, 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 I told you I was ask, gonna like, give it a four. Yeah. So that's,
0: <laughs> so that's, that's, little high, that's road road, a little
4: high. That's a little high.
0: Little high. Uh, I, also, I didn't want to say I. I definitely do have like October. I'm I'm watching all horror. Like that's given, right, yeah. but I also I think a lot of us here are, watch horror a lot in the year anyway. So <laughs> uh, you gotta. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Someone else <laughs> will come have back. to talk for a second. <laughs> uh, well, I was gonna say it's funny, like the whole I think thinking of the whole years of free for all, but I definitely get into these little like mini trends, like a certain director, a certain actor, like l- lately I've been watching more freaking stuff because he just passed away, but yeah. then I've also been watching horror stuff so to move for that. Um and it's kind of fun to get in those little like grooves I'm where bad. you kind of like I'm watching all this stuff. It's funny. There's some stuff, I think especially Daniel probably agreed on this one, like. Jallo, i feel like you kind of have to be in like a mode for that yeah. it's hard just to like jump into that it's almost like uh going to like a black diamond course or something <laughs> it's like it's like you don't want to just jump right onto that without warming up it's like i tried to watch uh um what was it what have they done or what have you done to solange oh yeah oh uh, yeah uh i thought it was good i gave it a good rating but it was like wow i've really got to like readjust for yeah. like this. For it's sure. like I have to readjust my, my watching for how weird this is. Like it was on Prime and it was dubbed I didn't have a choice. It was just dubbed. So it was weird dubbing. It was just very fucked up movie. I was <laughs> like, even for like a Jallo, this is like dark, dark, dark and like uh very messed up subject matter. And I was like, oh right, Jallos are weird and messed up like this. And I haven't watched like usually I watch like a bunch of those together, I feel like and then you're on its wavelength, you know. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like just watching one is like, oh, okay, a little shock to the system. (laughs) You
3: know, I wasn't sure if
5: I'd seen what have you done to Solange and I looked it up. I have seen
3: it. So there you go.
5: (laughs) There's so many weird titles. (laughs) It's so hard (laughs) to remember (laughs) these shallows. Like the plots are insane. (laughs) That's just going
0: back to exactly what I was talking about earlier, though, like, you know, and how it goes both ways on, you know, you said you wanted to rate movies so you could remember, but my thing is like, I don't remember. And even if I had a rating and I didn't remember, it still wouldn't matter that I had the rating. So it's like, it's such a strange thing for me to have a rating, because if I don't remember the movie, it kind of doesn't matter if I have the rating or not, because then it's like, okay, well, why did I? (laughs) think it was three stars or four stars i still don't know you know like so like really writing something down would be the best bet but i just man my brain i think is, lexi man. almost said something
1: oh yeah i was just gonna say january is like heavy rewatch mode for me i think that's oh, definitely cool. i like that or like rewatch and then watch the stuff i haven't seen yet from the previous year so it's like comfort because it's cold and then also like catching the stuff i haven't seen yet
4: Yeah, I do. January is always uh, what I call, excuse me, Sunday afternoon dad movies. Yes. It's like, you know, comfort movies and, you know, a lot of Westerns because it's usually cold as a motherfucker here in in Nebraska in January. And so, like, you know, throw me in the hot West uh, where it's, you know, cold (laughs) as a witch's titty outside. Um, or like, you know, your typical dad movies or a Clint Eastwood movie. You know, it's, for mm-hmm. me, it's a great time for Dirty Harry movies. Um, yeah. So like that's or like, you know. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, Andrew Davis movies. Almost any Andrew Davis <laughs> movie is a perfect January movie for me. So, yeah, I I get the, the comfort aspect. Definitely.
0: Hey, I just looked up. What have you done to Solange? I still have it rated three and a half stars. Don't know why. Don't remember anything about it. I even gave it a heart. It's got a heart. I have a heart on here. Like crazy. This was February twentieth, twenty
4: seventeen. Jollos wow. wow. usually take wow. me a couple times to, because uh, more often than not, I'll watch a Jalo and be like, "Oh god, that was so boring." Because <laughs> I'm not in the like in that mode, like you're saying, yeah. Matt. Right? Um, and so I know, like if you know, a is, is rated typically high, all the colors of, of the dark. I remember the first time I watched that, I was like, Holy God, what a snooze fest. Uh, <laughs> but then I go back and watch it. And while I might not love it, I can still appreciate it more than I did before, you know? Yeah, Funny, that's... All the
3: Colors to the Dark was the movie that launched me into my biggest
5: Jallo phase like I've ever oh. been
3: in because I cool. love that movie so much. Nice. I, I
5: love it too. It's insane. I remember that starts off. That comes in hot with the crazy. I was like, oh my god, this is nuts. It's like uh, yeah, yeah, I well, mean, a lot of them, yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was like, a lot of them, you just can't recall the plot very easily. It's yes. more about the vibes. Yeah. It's just yes. about the vibes. Vibes, definitely, vibes, only. Only.
0: Yeah. Yeah. vibes yeah. only. So, I, I was looking up Fifth Chord because, you know, Lexi talked about that on her show oh, yeah, yeah. and I watched that 2017 i gave it four stars but i don't remember anything except for what she just talked about when she talked about it on her show like i was like oh yeah that was pretty good i mean i didn't remember it until she started, they started talking about it again but
5: i just remember a lot of <laughs> franco nero slapping people that's what i remember <laughs> yes like a lot of slapping
4: <laughs> all right let's uh let's wrap her up here folks um once again we have conquered the movie bubble Who knows where it'll travel next? There are two more (laughs) podcast hosts in this in this group here. Mm -hmm. Um, This was a ton of fun. I'm glad we we talked about all sorts of stuff. TV, Bill Friedkin, (laughs) a little bit of movies, Letterboxed. We didn't talk about uh, 90s NBA. You're welcome, Daniel. (laughs) We held off. I feel like we. What does NBA
3: stand for? I'm Nebraska <laughs> Nebraska basketball
4: America. Nebraska.
3: Oh, I love them. Basketball yeah.
4: America. I love Nebraska basketball America. <laughs> America.
0: <laughs> oh. Oh, you boy. know, I was going to say uh, another thing. This is this is tied to movie bubble.
4: James, talk. the movie's the, uh, the show's over. I know, I know, but one last thing. It, <laughs> well, we're the leave. bubble my is floating away. like kid. Okay. Kids,
0: <laughs> my kid made it like uh that's a part of the bubble issue or me watching movie issues is because like sometimes we'll have like the tv on just in the background all day long it'll yeah. just be playing like kids stuff yeah and so it sometimes it's tough for me to then even watch anything want the tv to my brain right because yes. my brain is like fried <laughs> from constant overload so it's like so what do you do then do you read in that case yeah just... i have started reading more like <gasps> i
3: have two lately yeah
4: good yeah Reading, reading Just like you've been a
3: reading slump for a while, but I've really got back into it lately. <laughs> yeah, it's been yeah, nice.
4: I, I was a huge reader. Okay, we're back in the bubble. Here we go. I was a huge <laughs> reader when I was younger. um. But then, like, you know, I, for whatever reason, in my 20s and early 30s, hardly ever read, but then, like, hit it really hard. So I, you know, I try to read, you know, I don't know, 30 to 40 books a year. Uh, Man, but, oh, nice. Yeah, it's, you know, Reading's fun. Reading's cool, you guys. It
0: is. Yeah. yeah well, my nice. goal for this year was 12 books because I hadn't read a book that's, in like... Yeah, that's good. Book in, you know, a book years. a
4: month is really fucking good. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm going to meet that goal. I've got eight so far.
4: So. Good for you. Yes. Nice, man. Yeah. I
0: mean, a lot of them are nonfiction, so I need to... I want to read some
4: fiction books again, too. I, I read <laughs> a lot of... And... Yeah, I read a lot of biographies and movie books, <laughs> yeah. too. But a book is Thinking a book... Of...
5: They came together it's like you like fiction books too is that, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, that is
3: too funny <laughs> <laughs> oh great
2: movie.
3: uh okay uh,
4: we did it that's now, a great okay. comedy now the bubble's floating away bye bye my yeah. bubble
5: oh. okay bye, bubble. <laughs> um
4: uh right down the line james hit him with the links the plugs whatever you call it uh,
3: http backslash <laughs>
4: I think there's a colon man, don't, in there. I don't have anything.
0: man. Oh, you know what else? I know. And was like, shut up, James. You always do this. Did you did Y'all notice that on Letterboxd, now the little link thing, it has an X instead of the Yeah.
4: Oh, that's that's what we're going to do. James, what's your Letterbox handle?
0: Oh. Uh, I don't know. Actually, I, now, What is, is my, my Letterbox No one knows handle. Their yeah, it's, the handle. Same. it's your Twitter. I don't even know how you find yeah, you it. Did. It's the same. It's TJ underscore... Mackie M-A-C-K-E-Y-432.
5: There
4: you go. All right. Matt, hit him with the plugs.
5: God. Okay. I think I changed my letterbox. Actually, my handle would be just mapled87, which is the same as my Twitter handle. Not gonna call it the other thing. Uh it's just Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh you can follow me on Twitter MapLed87, the podcast Film Feast Pod, Instagram, Film Feast All One Word uh and i'm glad that you guys didn't give me more shit about that whole game of thrones thing because i thought i was gonna get destroyed for that when james started telling me nah. oh, <laughs> oh i thought it was fun <laughs> I, no it is fun i just thought i was gonna <laughs> get way more heat about it but everyone was like it's fine so I appreciate yeah, it. yeah it's it. I like... you
4: know it's tv whatever
5: we, we, give, know, a pass. we give a pass to cheating on tv i did it uh, one time i'll never do it again i don't think <laughs> no i i worked with a girl at family video who literally
3: didn't watch movies she just read wikipedia summaries and like oh that, that's what i'm talking about these people they just want to <laughs> oh. know what happens they don't care about the delivery system so weird to me
4: matt that is really I, I just you know you say it's once just once but once a cheater, always a cheater. <laughs> I, ha- I had a girlfriend. Hey, that's the worst thing I- I've I done had in a-
5: my relationships. I think I'm doing okay. Okay, yeah. I had
4: an ex-girlfriend <laughs> tell me that. And I was like, okay, well, goodbye. Um, <laughs> or, d- d- sorry, I was an asshole when I was younger. Daniel, hit him with the plugs. <laughs>
3: Um, I I might need to ask Matt how to change my letterbox username because oh, okay. for some godforsaken reason it's Dan underscore Epler, which none of my other stuff is. So I don't know why it is, <laughs> but that's that's me. You're probably better off just typing in Daniel Epler. Um yeah, and then just uh, check me out on YouTube at the Cobwebs channel. That's
4: all I got. Here we go. Lexi, plug away. All right,
1: well, I am just at stunning gun with two G's on everything, and uh yeah, that's it. So, getting is getting ready it, for school by cinema season two.
4: Oh I I like how you say stunning gun with two G's. Um, because I'm always like, is it stunning gun <laughs> GG? Like two Oh G's yeah, we talked end?
0: about that on the, the, oh, yeah. the last episode we did. Yeah. Hey, Daniel, um, your your name comes up regular, Daniel Epler on mine.
3: Yeah, I know, but like my the handle. Quote unquote you handle, I guess. Oh, okay. Is Dan underscore Epler. I don't know. I think maybe only you see that. Maybe so. Maybe so.
4: Epler, yeah. Daniel Epler. Let's see. I'm going. I'm going to check it out. <laughs> uh, oh, Epler, Daniel.
5: Yeah, oh, I was going to say, I usually try to look what Daniel's up to. So I stalk him on Letterboxd. I think if you just type Epler, Daniel pops up pretty easily. Yeah, you'll check him.
4: You'll find Adam's Apples, Michael Epler, <laughs> Daniel Epler, oh, yeah. Caleb Mitchell Epler. My
3: uncle's name is Michael Epler. Is he on Letterboxd? And. <laughs>
4: Ernst. Ernst <laughs> Epler. Do you know Ernst Epler, Is he Epler, the composer Daniel? of Hostage I Museum?
5: don't know Ernst. Ernst <laughs> must Epler. must be a distant relation. He's the... say, just type Epler, and Daniel Epler pops up. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah,
1: Ernst er- Epler
5: that's a great name <laughs> Ernst Epler that is Daniel, an old-time movie star I feel if like. you
4: got if you guys have a second kid you gotta name it Ernst to no. know <laughs> we one name that
3: we liked was Emmett but I was like Emmett Epler that doesn't work oh
4: yeah and but... then I found out
3: Emmett is the name of my grandfather but we always called him Grandpa Jim and I was like we're not naming our kid after him <laughs> 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 he wasn't a bad guy just not in my life very
2: much <laughs>
4: um this uh you know, you're listening to this, friends. You know where this is. I'm not even gonna plug myself. Um, this is for real. I would the love end to watch you plug yourself, Anthony. This is uh, well, Daniel. Yeah, uh, it's still early. Nine twenty. <laughs> My bedtime's not till ten.
5: Oh boy. Uh, you can,
4: you know, come over and be home by ten oh five. Um, this is for real the end of the season. I'm not gonna record anything else. Uh, except for all the other podcasts that I agreed to during my break. (laughs) Um, and I swear to God, I'm going to write about eighties cop movies. Uh, you guys, you know, the one thing you guys have to hold me to, right? At least the three guys know this, right? Oh yeah. Right. Okay. The second thing, are you writing your book? Are you writing your book today, Anthony? Okay. Got to hold me to it. Okay, that's, that's the
1: next episode of the movie bubbles. We're going to harass you about that. Either we're going to have it on cobwebs on online, and we're going to talk about it.
2: Yeah. Okay, oh, good.
3: Yeah, yes. We you got going to harass F. James <laughs> about hitting 12 books this year. Yeah.
0: Yes. yes. <laughs> uh, Daniel, I was going to ask you, so this, I, I think that we talked about Hitchcock before. Sorry, Anthony's, like, going to kill me again. Um, wait, no, 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 no. Let's, let's discuss
3: Albert
4: Hitchcock. Wait, hold hold yours closer. Hold <laughs> closer. Oh, yours closer. Definitely different is.
0: boxes. I Mine's the, the UK... <laughs>
4: Yeah, yeah, this one's better, okay, well, but that's cool. No, I'm, I'm just joking. No, well, it, it
0: just—I uh, think Stop that, comparing your cocks. <laughs> you said that you had. I realized I didn't have any of these. The logged on Letterbox. Uh, I think when we were talking about like Spielberg, and I had what, he was my most watched of the year, you know. And you were saying something. I think Hitchcock was yours, for Letterbox stats or something. Maybe your most. No,
3: Carpenter is right? mine for this year.
0: No, overall, all time. No, actually.
3: But no. anyway, you can keep oh, going. okay. Well,
0: yeah. I realized I didn't hit that his should be up there for me too, but I don't have any of them logged because I've watched them all you letterbox days. Oh. Uh, so I started watching a couple and I, I was, you know, I watched Shadow of a Doubt and wrote back to back and I was like almost doing what I was just talking about earlier where I was like, oh I'm in the mood for more hitchcock. I'm gonna keep watching more. But then I was like, no, wait, <laughs> what if I'm not? <laughs> So I like picked myself out because I put in oh my God, James, start were, it in real. James, you were, you were in your like, head
4: a lot, friend. <laughs> yeah. You need to get out, man. <laughs> Holy chill. crap.
3: You need Stay to practice some med- meditation, getting some mindfulness. <laughs> like, I literally had
0: real window on and I was like, what if I watch it? And then I'm just like, Oh, this is the worst movie I've ever seen. <laughs> I mean, I know it's just not going you to be talking like, yourself.
4: You know what you need to watch trouble with Harry. That'll get you in the Trouble fall vibes, Harry. man. Holy smokes. Oh, really? I haven't seen mm-hmm. Trouble with Harry. Oh, you're going to... Daniel, you will love it. Yeah, you oh, will. Yeah. Good.
3: I watched Hitchcock like two nights ago. It's kind of weird that you bring him up. Yeah. I watched I Confess.
4: It was pretty good. Oh, I haven't seen I Confess. Uh,
3: so Hitchcock yeah. is my fourth most watched director all time on Letterboxd. Oh, okay. He is behind Terrence Fisher, John Carpenter, and Wes Craven is my most watched director on oh, Letterboxd, actually. Nice. Huh. <laughs>
0: Interesting. Um, um. Yeah. Uh. I. I. I've seen. I confess. I thought that I had it, but I don't think I do. I think I might just have it. But... It's a Warner it's, Archive. It's a that. I don't know if you've Yeah, it's not together. part of the, Yeah, it's not part of that set. But. I, oh, no, I don't. I
4: don't have it. It's in my Goodbye, ambitions. everybody.